Anthony on Air podcast back for another episode. Plenty to talk about, too, including the latest with Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie, what his dad did to the house today and what they were doing down in the Carlton Reserve. We're going to get into it. Plus, the first time we've ever seen Bill and Melinda Gates together since they announced their divorce. The most adorable video you will ever see this week. A seal hugging a diver. Just adorable. An actual seal. Yeah. Not the singer. Not a kiss from a rose guy. Real seal. Uh, Donald Trump claims he does not like golden showers. Adele dropped some new music on us. Still don't like your review, L.A. Times. The Sopranos movie was great. Um, Bean Dad and Pokemon. Pokemon. Dave Chappelle, the controversy there. Asteroids are zipping by the uh, planet starting tonight, starting Friday night. So if this podcast gets interrupted, right, most likely we were hit by a we were hit by an asteroid. Asteroids. Mick versus Paul. Michael Caine retires. Hooters uniforms are too short, and it is Frank's stupid birthday. Happy birthday, my friend. Thanks. <laughs> More on Frank's birthday in a second. Let's uh, start up with Gabby and uh, Brian Laundry. Not much uh, to talk about there. Um, not like huge groundbreaking things, but if anybody's following this and you're totally involved like we are, here is the latest. Um, the Oh, by the way, credit to Bird on Twitter. She, I believe, is in Colorado, if I'm not mistaken. And she drove by one of the locations that uh, Gabby had passed before she passed when she was on her uh her trip and she took a picture she did this a couple of times took a picture in front of uh wings and uh, oh that that's like the big yeah that's the famous yeah. picture. that's the one right there wow thanks gorgeous got my coffee got my jumpstart coffee delivery fresh nice right got mine going mm. oh yep oh jumpstart coffee company so good link in the description more on them in a second um, but yeah, uh, that was one of the, uh, that was one of the locations, which is, um, it just goes to show you like how like enthralled everybody is, you know, with Gabby and I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things you want justice for her. Yeah. It's sad, you know, it's a definitely, it's definitely a sad, uh, situation. And to think that someone could get away with something, it's, it's terrible. So we want to see. We want to see some justice for Gabby. Yes, 100%. So I just thought we'd share that photo with you. Credit Bird for sending that in. Thank you, Bird. Uh, very, very nice. Um, also one of those eerie situations. Um, but um, the were they were doing a search over at the Carlton Reserve again today, and they brought large rifles into this wooded area. And the like, I feel like it started, uh, you know, this grabbing is down it. in Florida. This is down in Florida and in, in the in the place where they were doing, you know, all the searches. Right. Uh, you know, the searches arrive. Everybody arrives today and they, you know, start to pull out, you know, all the guys get out of the van and everything. And then people start noticing, like, wait a second. They have they have huge guns. I wonder if they think that he might be armed in some way. I mean, possibly we'll have to come back to this when this uh, ag for dog food changes. But I want to show everybody the video that's watching. Here we go. All right. So as you see here, the guys are, uh, you know, hopping out of the van 
um, which is no different from any other day, except for if you look closely, they're handling large rifles. I, and I feel guns. like that's business as usual for people for a, uh, I guess like if a manhunt, no, you're going to be armed. And what are they going to have? I mean, these guys look like they're perfect. You know, they look like they should be carrying some kind of, a big weapon like that. No, this is a new thing for today. I don't know what changed, but I think it got everybody all up and like, oh my God, like, are they, do they have, like, do they, you know, are they going to get them? Did they see them? Because why today? They don't seem like they're in a big rush. No. By the way, did you see them walking initially? Just could you imagine this search? Like, let's credit the law enforcement for a second here. They're walking through a swamp in disgusting armpit Florida. That right. muggy, shitty, awful weather. You could see how hot it is. That's, you know, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. it just looks like you just, you, I'm sweating just watching this video. Oh, it just looks miserable and hot. Plus, I'm sure they have those weapons for any kind of wild animals they might encounter. Yeah, but as it turns out, uh, the uh, Northport police said they were basically just running a drill. Okay, it could I- be. But then that sound weird to you, like what, like a drill. Like, go look for the guy. Unless these are trainees, uh, you know, people they don't know yet. Who, who knows? Maybe it's a training mission or something. That's what. It, yeah, that's a training, a drill, a training. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was a training. Exercise. You got to do that. I mean, of course, it's going to go noticed. It looks like, and especially these times. But yeah, if that's all it is, yeah, because it doesn't look like they're in any kind of rush to get where they need to be. If right. Looking for for Brian laundry. Right. And I mean, I guess you're probably saying you got everybody out there. You might as well do some training while you're at it. But I, I don't know. I just feel like you should be 100 percent focused on searching all the time. Sure. But maybe, you know, you train these guys, they'll have more people to search. You gotta look at the positive. You got to look at the bright side of stuff. You can't always be negative. Trying. I'm trying. You know, I didn't think there would be a lot of conspiracy theories popping up around this, but, you know, you go to the Internet and you'll find something somewhere. And some oh, sure. People are sending me stuff now. They're like, oh, that's a cover up. He's a serial killer. He's been killing people. They take the, the one like that serial killer thing, I think, came from Dog the Bounty Hunter. He speculated or he said he, he's a yeah. serial killer. Yeah. And now once you say something, someone yeah. takes it and runs with it. Right. And it, then that becomes yeah. the thing. Now he's a serial killer. He probably killed dozens of people. You know, who? That, yeah. They brought up the, the couple. Remember the, the lesbian the, couple? Not the couple. Yeah. The women. That, maybe he had something to do with that. Maybe not. We don't know. You know, it's all speculation until, yeah. th- you know, they reveal any of that to us. I mean, I think the belief now is that he didn't have anything to do with that because, if I'm not mistaken, I believe they were shot. Yeah, he wasn't the. Oh, who knows? Maybe he had a a weapon with him, but who knows? Do we know that he didn't have one for a fact? I we don't know. If, you know, we don't know. But it, it would just seem odd that he strangled her and then shot that. Like you know, mm-hmm. that doesn't really seem. That would to be weird. Make sense. Um, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but yeah. Um, yeah, because again, I think I think like as a default, you would just think, oh, perhaps they came across him doing something bad to her and they got caught all in it, but it's not, not really the case. Um, yeah. Second part of this is Chris laundry, Brian's father, because they're camped out on his lawn at all times. Now 
uh, was spotted today installing a doorbell camera. Okay. Which I find to be a little odd for a couple of reasons. Um, what's that? Well, why? Is that odd? Um, because... Not saying it isn't, but I just don't know the reason. Yeah, and, and I mean, like, I get it. Like, he, you know wants to keep an eye on people he's got to keep an eye on the house yeah. now and everything so people I, but, camped out in his front yard i'm sure right yeah i get it it's not out of, it's not out of the realm of you know it's not what what is happening with is there is an ad for everything everything now shoppable tiles what does that even mean i wish i invented these sweatpants i feel like every woman's wearing these sweatpants all right there's brian putting up a is he attaching it to a screen door? He's attaching it to a screen door. That's probably not the best spot for it. I wouldn't think so. I don't know. And that okay. Hey. What an awkward situation though. I mean, I guess you want people keep coming up to the door and stuff. You want to be able to because I think you could talk can you talk through those? Like you could talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe he's like, you know, look, look at there's a there's a dozen people just watching them get the mail. It's like there's five camera guys filming him getting the mail. And we're like, that's ridiculous as yeah, we sit here as and we watch the it. whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. Can't take my eyes off it. Oh my God. It's just one of those things. This is, is one of. Go ahead. I was going to say, this is one of. Yes, you, you can kind of see it there. You see it there on yeah. the. Mm -hmm. This is one of many things that we do as humans that we, you know, well, some of us can admit is stupid, but you still, you can't help yourself from doing it. Yeah. And you hate it and you know, you hate it, but you're doing it anyway. You get sucked in like that. Yeah. It's like, who cares about the Kardashians? It's so stupid. What are they even famous for? And then a thing comes up on your feet and you're like, oh, what's happening? With the yeah, what are they up to? Yeah. <laughs> Did one of them get divorced? Did one of them get married? I don't know. And the answer is yes. That but I, up. Yeah. But I don't want to be the only one that doesn't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you put a new doorbell camera in there. Um, what I find weird about it is if they were hiding him somewhere on the property and they were able to sophisticate, uh, build a sophisticated bunker system, mm. you'd think video camera doorbell monitor, that would have been first or part of that installation process at some point. Maybe. What is, I don't know what doorbell camera has to do with hiding someone under a garden, but. Well, you got to keep your eye on the situation. What's happening, you know? I guess. I mean, that's probably not your first thought. But let, oh, we're going to need a doorbell camera. It's like, why? Put me under the freaking garden already. Well, but, I, mean, I mean, not a door, but a, but a camera system or something to keep your eye on what's happening. Maybe they have it. Maybe they have it. Well, what do you need a doorbell camera for then? To look at the front door. Maybe they have stuff around their property. They just don't have one at their at their door. But, you know, who the hell knows? I don't know. Do I look like I, I built the the laundry home? No, you didn't. I don't look like that. Yeah. Plus, has anybody gone in the yard yet? Uh, Still, no. Still no, still no reference to the yard. And can I say something else? No. There hasn't. I mean, I'm sure there's been little things. I know that. The, the the police are are answering requests but there hasn't been like a big press conference in a while i mean the coroner had their had theirs well that was what a couple days ago 
That was a couple days ago, but that was in Wyoming too. There hasn't been like the police to gather and like update everybody on the situation or release a sketch of what they think Brian may look like right now and you know what he could possibly be wearing and there's no wanted poster you know there's no like why where's this stuff i mean it's a wanted poster i mean what what is the wild west we we got the internet we know what he looks like everybody knows what he looks like yeah what are they going to go around with the staple gun and put them on telephone poles? I know, but I'm just saying like when you remember when uh, the, the the Boston, uh, the marathon, remember when that happened? Right. Like, well, they, that they had the guy and they just kept chasing him. Right. Uh, right. That was an ongoing chase. They, they, they just they knew he was in this area and there was a manhunt and that was like a 48 hour showdown. I agree. It was a little bit of a different situation, but still, I feel like he was plastered everywhere. You know, like, wouldn't it be advantageous to start plastering some of these photos of this guy around this area in Florida, around the Appalachian Trail area? You know, maybe they have. I'm not there. I don't know. I haven't seen it. And I just watched a video of a guy go get his mail. So I feel like if something like that would have happened, we probably would know about it. That's kind of true. I'm sure people, I mean, which FBI agent's going to be the one? Do they send an intern to go post her up the neighborhood? Somebody's I mean, got to do it. Yeah. I mean, but in all fair, not fairness, in all honesty, they're looking for him, not for Gabby's murder, right? They're looking for him for this, uh, what was it? The ta- was it a tax thing or something? They used, they used their credit card. A credit card thing, yeah. Yeah. So I guess you can't put up a wanted poster for someone who stole a credit card. I don't know. Um, Brian's uh, lawyer slammed John Walsh. Nailed it. Nice. Um, For the ID special that we talked about on the last episode, uh, where Walsh speculated that laundry might be... Uh, in the Bahamas, ha- hiding out, or in the Appalachian Trail in Mexico was also another uh, thing that he was saying. Um, Wall said, I absolutely believe his family is helping him stay on the run. Uh, and Bertolino, I forget what's this guy's what first that? name, the lawyer, Steve Bertolino. This is Laundry's, Laundry's lawyer. lawyer. Uh, he said, dusty relics like that dog and John Walsh need a tragic situation like this so they can clear the cobwebs off their names and oh. give their publicity-hungry egos some food. Wow. Ouch. Jeez. Seriously. Back. Yeah. That's, that's putting it plainly. A spokesperson for Walsh said, it's ironic that... Oh, wait, hang on a second. Walsh had no comment, but Dog the Bounty Hunter issued his response saying, it's ironic that Mr. Bertolino would criticize the people trying to find Brian Laundrie, unless perhaps he doesn't want him to be found. That Dog the Bounty Hunter is a pro. He knows how to answer the, he knows how to answer them questions. That's true. Is he still in Colorado working on his ankle or something? Well, that's what I was just going to say. Even the dog, like, I feel like the buzz around finding Brian is dying down a little bit. Right. 
And, you know, because every, look, no matter, and I, this is as big of a piece of shit as they come. But no matter, no matter how big or awful the person is or how bad everybody really wants them to be found, we have news fatigue and people just kind of will get, they'll grow tired of a story after yeah. a little while. And that's uh, true. I but feel this like one, that's, that's happening right now with them. Maybe. Uh, but this one, it, once a new thing happens, it kind of resurges, you know? It will resurge, yeah, but there hasn't been anything like necessarily huge. Uh, and the, last the cause of, the of death was, you know, that was a big one. Yeah, that's true. Um, but dog, I feel like dogs quiet hasn't really been saying much. There's no updates. It's because no... he's uh, he's on the DL. No, we'll see. He's on the DL. He can't. He's doing his work from Colorado for some reason. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make any sense to me, but that's what he's doing. Um. Let me Once ask he gets back in the game, I don't know when that's going to be. Yeah. And this is just because this popped up. How much do you think Dog the Bounty Hunter is worth? His net worth? Uh, he had, what, one TV show for how many years? I'd say he's worth 10 mil. Because it's your birthday, you're going to start making good guesses now? Is that what it is? What do we got? How close am I? Six mil. I thought you're pretty close. Not bad. More off, but I would say that that's close. That's that's not jump change. That's something. No, it's pretty good. Yeah. Six million. Not bad. Could live on that. I have to tell you, if I was worth six million, I would not be do- I would not be bounty hunting anymore. I would not be searching for that next show at the age of sixty-eight. I'd be in Florida getting shit faced every day, just hammered well, drunk. Yeah, I mean. But if you're you're that's your lifestyle. That's that's your whole. That's what you do. What is he gonna just play shuffleboard? You see, I, dog the bounty hunter on a shuffleboard court. He'd be trying to like he'd be trying to investigate everything. Would you get that crawler? He'd be like, hold on a second. There was an extra shuffleboard thing here, and now it's missing. Where is it? I'm gonna I'm gonna open up a tip line. Yeah, hunt me down a cup of coffee. <laughs> I wonder if people make jokes to him like that all the time. They probably do. Like a, a Thanksgiving. Hey, dog, while you're in there, maybe investigate me up a, a turkey leg. Calm <laughs> me down, coffee was my favorite. Oh, good. Um, let's look at, uh, oh, Bill and Melinda Gates, and then we got to look at the seal hugging a. Yeah, that's nice. I like I like when we pepper in nice stuff. That's some fun stuff. After, I mean, geez, after you talk about a piece of shit like Brian Laundry and then yeah. Bill Gates, it's been nice to pepper in some. All right, let's get through this bastard. What happened? No, sorry. <laughs> so they were so they were seen together. Yeah, it's again kind of one of those things like where you watch Brian Laundry's father get the mail. Um, you can't help but not see it. But uh, Bill and Melinda Gates, this they were photographed together for the first time uh, since the divorce. I mean, that's they're in the same area, but I don't know if they're together. There. Well, it's the daughter's wedding, so one of the daughters is getting married. All right, so they're going to be there. It's not like one of them is not going to go to their own daughter's wedding. Yeah, by the way, in Westchester. Westchester? Yeah, their daughter Jennifer lives in Westchester. This is in her uh, Westchester mansion. Um, Bill looks like shit, by the way, to me. He looks fat. Melinda looks fabulous. I think it's the jacket. He's kind of hunched over a little. Yeah, maybe it's just a bad shot. 
Yeah. They're the back of the jacket. If you take the that you know, the back of that, the bottom of that jacket, it looks like it's fanned out a little. And I know it's kind of hard to see her, but she really looks good. By the way, who like who are these are these wedding photographers next to them? Like hunched like on this It looks perch? like it. That, that looks like a wedding photographer setup. Like that handheld thing that he's got. Yeah, let me bring it out to another photograph and show you how weird this really gets. Is that someone taking a picture of someone taking a picture? Exactly. That's exactly what's happening. Okay. So, let me take a picture. Look at these guys. A little photography war right here. I mean, that's. I would imagine that the only people who have cameras in that house and on that property would be the wedding photographers. I'm sure he doesn't have press in, you know, so those are two wedding photographers. Dude, I count four. The guy on the left. Ah, uh, I see. Here's a guy and the guy right behind him. And then, and then he, if you look over here, somebody's taking a picture of Bill Gates's dick, I think, because what else could this guy be snapping a photo of? Yep. Hopefully it's not Microsoft. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you. Um, is that the photographer's reflection in that window? I think so. Or it could be a fifth. Could be. That's probably that woman might be his assistant. Yeah. I don't know. It's a lot of photographers in one spot. Yeah, it's a shit ton. You want to see a picture of the bride? Sure. But I I don't think it's weird. I mean, they're there for for their daughter. Hey, you got like four, three photographers in that shot. I know. Plus the whoever's taking the picture. There's just tons of photographers. Oh, here we go. Let's get a good look at Melinda. I bet you she's just losing weight and looking fantastic. There's Melinda that all the photographers are gone now. Can't spot one in that shot. No. And you got all right, so you got the bride and groom next to her. Yeah, it looks like some family there. I don't know if a woman is ever in 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 the best shape than after she tells her husband to go fuck off. Right? Like a man divorced, probably still be a fat, schlubby piece of shit. But a woman, yeah. you know, because that you know they're on. You think they're going to start dating soon? I mean, yeah, I would. I would say so. You imagine? I would say so. Right. Uh, I heard there was a wonderful dinner at the wedding. Um, they were serving twelve-year-olds. That's that's unconfirmed. I haven't haven't been able to confirm that just yet. Yeah, you blipped out right at the beginning of whatever that joke was going to be. I heard, all I heard was there was some good food at that wedding. I heard they served, and then it blipped right out. And I was like, oh, that was going to be a joke. What'd you say? Year olds. That wasn't my proudest. Ah, uh, that's, that's just that's upsetting. What's wrong? I'm not with keeping you? up with the internet rumor. Internet jokes, frankly, you know, it's an internet show. We got to make internet jokes. Sometimes. That's just that's just wrong on every level. All right, Frankie C and I are both drinking our Jumpstart Coffee Company. Mm-hmm. I've got mine in my delicious Anthony on Air mug. Can you I've see got, mine? You can see yours. Like mine is too low. You could see the reflection of mine. Yeah. But uh, mine is my brand new birthday present from my wife, my Metallica and Coffee for All mug. Ah, uh, that's a nice, that's a lovely birthday present. Isn't that nice? Love yeah. it. I mean, it would have been nice if she bought you something from our merch store, but I guess if you got to, you know, get something outside. We're not really fans of the show. So. 
Do you remember that scene in Curb Your Enthusiasm when he sips the He goes, I think I could do a coffee commercial. He goes, take a look at this. And he sips the coffee. <laughs> no, I don't remember that, but That's that sounds good amazing. coffee. We got to get that clip. <laughs> what was the thing from, uh, from Seinfeld? Hennigan's? No smell, no tell, scotch. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I tell you what, a little buka. I got to try that. A little buka in this jump start. You probably have yourself a nice little party. Ooh. Nice little thing right I'm there. I'm thinking a little, um, what's that? Uh, that uh, is it Irish cream? What the heck is it called? The um, Baileys? Baileys. Yeah, I love that. Throw a little Baileys in there. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, you know, they don't make a big deal out of buka anymore that much. A little zambuka in the coffee. I feel like Irish coffee is a thing. Mexican coffee is a thing. A buka, it's like a early, late 80s, early 90s thing. I feel like I grew up with everybody having that in their coffee. And it just went away. Yeah. It's not really a young. I feel like the older generation is into that. The one that next up from us. I, I will. I'll do it on an occasion, like a rare occasion. Do you have it in your house? I do. Yeah. All right, yeah, Always have. had Zambuca in my house. I never had a lot of alcohol in my house. You know my parents. They're not really no, yeah. not, not really big drinkers at all. But oh, They did have a lot Zambuca. of off-brand soda, though, in your house. I don't know what that was about. I mean, I, I my liked My mother it. was cheap. That's what it was about. It was good. I had no complaints. <laughs> but it was never Coke or Pepsi. It was always like some weird cola. Fizz cola. You, yeah, it was the kind <laughs> you see on Full House. But it was good. I had no complaints. That was like a number one complaint of friends. Like everyone, every one of you guys, my friends, would pass a comment of like, "Where do you, where do you, where do you get this stuff?" It was very embarrassing for me growing up. Very. I was fine. I had no problem. A lot of cherry flavored sodas too in your. Yeah. And you always kept it all in the garage too. You had like a garage full of soda. Yeah, they never. That. Yeah, my parents did not believe in putting soda in the refrigerator. Which... I mean, once you open it. You got to throw it in the fridge, but you stay, they stored it like like the apocalypse was coming. Let me tell you something. I mean, even to this day, my parents don't refrigerate things that they should be refrigerated. That's not good. And will fight me on it. They'll be like, oh, I go, is did you leave this cranberry juice out? And they're like, it's fine. Leave uh, it alone. I'm yeah, like, it's no. fruit. It's in nature all the time. It's yeah. not in the refrigerator. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think this is okay. Like read the bottle you got to point it out to them on the bottle dude they can't argue they with that don't care no i have they don't care they do not care and i've told the story of the iced tea there are some iced teas that need to be refrigerated i remember i bought that iced tea and it was not refrigerated for a while and then refrigerated again and it had that glob of just bacteria like oh. sugar bacteria and when i poured it in it went like and, and like, oh, it was God. disgusting these savages that raised me, they still won't put tea in in the in the fuck. And I go, there's plenty of room. They go, get out. You don't need to. It drives me crazy. Because they don't want the refrigerator to work as hard if the fridge is full. Is my and, theory. And cannot take a suggestion from me. Cannot. I don't take any suggestions from you, so that's not really on them. They that's cannot. more about that's more about you than them. When they visit from Florida, I hope that I hope this is I think this is one of our best Jumpstar Coffee Company reads. When they hope visit, they're enjoying it from Florida. Yeah, I'll hold it up so it's not a total loss. And they go, they go, oh, we're gonna go out for lunch. And I go, oh, okay, where like like are you going shopping or whatever? And I go, okay, you know what's good by there 
is they, these three places are great. If you want to get like a nice little lunch or something like that, come back. I go, where'd you go for lunch? Oh, somewhere else. <laughs> I go, what? Why? They didn't ask for your uh, your advice or I'm your. I like, fucking live here. I know what's good. Or I go, well, you know, like, what do you? And then I'll yeah. go like this. I go, what are you in the mood for? And they'll go, oh, burgers. Oh, perfect. There's a great burger place right here. Then I, they come back and I go, Where'd you, what'd you do for lunch? Oh, we had hot dogs at Costco. What the fuck? Hot dogs, hot dogs at, Costco. at Costco. By the way, if there's a, here's, let me bring it all in. Let me pull it all in together. You know why you can tell Jumpstart Coffee Company is good? Because my parents' taste buds are such shit that I have, my form of rebellion wasn't going out and partying and getting drunk. It was having the finer things in life. So I really know what to look for. And Jumpstart Coffee is that thing. You see, I knew there was a point to this rambling. Cheers, everybody. Absolutely. Salud. Tell me this is good for a commercial. Hold on. That's you good lost coffee. Me. You lost me at the... Oh, I forgot. You hate that. I hate that. Uh, save 15% off Jumpstart Coffee with the promo code AOA15. Link is in the description below and also I'm, on the yeah. banner. I'm drinking the medium roast. The banner on the homepage of anthonyonair.com. Uh, got a nice little um, got a nice little thing that I'm getting some more dark roast coming my way. Very nice. excited. I still have a little bit left of the dark roast. It's a beautiful, beautiful aroma. Yeah. I was just about to run out, too, and the team at Jumpstart Coffee, I didn't, I didn't say anything. They were like, you know what? It's time to send, send that guy some more coffee. If the, I mean, they are a generous gr uh, group of people. The best. Especially with their uh, 50. I can't believe they give half of what they make away to, uh, to Navy SEAL. Uh, to the Navy SEAL Foundation. Foundation. Extraordinary. Amazing. That's amazing. Extraordinary. They don't have to do that. They can just sell coffee. No. Half. They are, the, they are the exact other side of the spectrum from Brian Laundry. these fucking people. They're, they're fantastic. Agreed. That's literally, go, it's, it's Brian Laundry and Jumpstart Coffee Company people right there. That's what it is. Yep. 15% um, off Jumpstart Coffee Company, promo code AOA15. Uh, also in the link in the description for this particular episode, we have um, some donation information. We don't do the donation thing often, Frank. You know that. I don't really beg for the, the donates. But our own JSABs, who's it's not a, here yeah, tonight. By the way, I asked Frank what he wanted for his birthday, and he said, can I just do one show without that fucking asshole? I said, no problem. We'll just we'll go on a fighter to yeah, this Yeah, but one. you're here anyway. What? What did you say? Uh, you, I said, yeah, but you, you showed up anyway. <laughs> you, you said, can uh, we do one show without that asshole? I said, but you're here. I got it. I got it. That would have been great if the it internet blipped, didn't. If it didn't. Yeah. yeah. This internet is, is against, it's against comedy is what it is. It's, that's what, that's the problem. It's all serious all the time. Right. Uh, no, but Janine, uh, Janine lost her firstborn. It was a stillbirth. Uh, we've talked about this before. She does some great work for Star Legacy Foundation. Uh, I actually got mad. I got genuinely mad at her. You did. I saw the texts. Did you? Well, you're talking about you got mad at her yeah. today or yesterday. Yeah, but you, you, did you, could you could tell that I was I was mad with her? No, I didn't think you were mad, mad, but you you were a you know little little uh, 
upset, I guess. Yeah, I was. Cause so anyway, we were talking the other day and she said, I can't make the show Friday night. Uh, cause I'm giving a uh, speech. So she does a lot of work for star legacy and, uh, she was given a speech and so, okay, no problem. Uh, as it turns out, it's, uh, it's still birth awareness. No, cause she's today is still birth awareness day. Now I know my way around the internet and social media. And I go, if, if today, if Friday is the day, does that mean that we're in stillbirth awareness month? And she goes, oh, yeah. And I go, well, why didn't you I go, is, are you doing any fundraising? She's like, yeah. I'm like, well, why, why didn't you say something? <laughs> why didn't you tell us so we could put a fucking thing out, you know, and, and make a, you know, I bet it's all over her OnlyFans. <laughs> But no, not, not good enough for AOA. I bet it is. But it's she, in the it's in the description below for the for the video. There's a right? link in the description below, and it'll remain there for the rest of October. With this, I, I hope I'm saying if I if it's not still birth awareness or it's something else, please forgive me. But I, I, that's the thing, and uh, there's the page right there, and uh, people are donating. She's trying to raise twenty five k. She's almost up to ten thousand. So again. If we've ever made you laugh, if you could find it in your heart to throw a couple bucks this way, um, this is the only thing that uh, you'll ever hear us kind of fundraise for. Um, you know, hey, I mean, don't say that. You never know. Well, we should be doing more, but I, this is this is one of the more important things for us. Yeah, so maybe maybe we'll have a golf outing. Maybe we'll. Who knows? Uh, no, but I'm saying like the the stillbirth thing is is very. Yeah, no, close I mean to we we us. that's true. We might have other charities that are close to us but this is a great one as a very very good one and here's why it's great and here's why the money is important is because uh there's a lot of education and there's a lot of sh there's a lot of shortfalls and a lot of education to still be had uh by raising awareness and money for this like there's there there's babies that can be saved through getting more information out and and making people more aware of their pregnancy and especially the last couple of weeks and what to look for and all that kind of stuff that doesn't really happen right now. Right. Uh, so that's why it's very, very important. So again, if you could find it in your heart to donate, um, everything is in, in memory of Diana hope, uh, Janine and guys first baby. So that would be great if you could do that. Agreed. Uh, and I still hope that her speech tonight went horribly wrong. I, I think I hope she stuttered and forgot. Oh, I'm sure it did. Lost her place. See, you're just a heartless bastard. I know you just did a, a nice thing with the the charity, but then you you reversed it all with that. Well, I got to balance it out. I don't want people thinking I'm a nice person. I can't have that rumor spreading yeah. around like crazy. I give you that. You never recover from those things. That's true. Um, what's the opposite of canceled? I don't know. Approved. We don't want you getting approved now. Yeah, we don't want to. I don't want to be a part of approved culture. I can't right. have that. <laughs> Seal hug. This is another uh, good thing. Let's let's keep let's keep the good stuff coming. Let's keep the good stuff coming. Uh, yeah, this was trending on Twitter today, and I thought well, let's bring this to everybody with some of the morbid topics that we have on the show, like Bill Gates and Brian fucking laundry. Take a look on your screen. There's a seal. He's up against oh, my a scuba diver. Wait, but wait, he really gets a good look. The guy's rubbing it. Look at this. Oh, seal. my God. Look at, the, look at the seal hugging the scuba diver. Oh, that's adorable. Look, and then it goes, goes back. It goes in for more. It goes in for more. Oh, 
that's that's freaking animals are wonderful aren't they just beautiful look how beautiful this seal is too not for not look he just needs a little hug he just wants to look he's, he's having a day he just wants a little little companionship there that's nice sometimes you need a fucking hug not that's wonderful awesome. that is awesome i love that man yeah good stuff just a little seal hug today do we know where this is in the water thanks <laughs> makes sense <laughs> it happened in the ocean okay <laughs> what do you what do you uh, need to know what do you need to look you gonna go you're gonna go try i'm gonna and find go the say seal? hi to the seal <laughs> what do you know i don't know what if i'm in the area one day and i want to go hey this is where the seal hugged that guy <laughs> you don't know yeah, you don't know. Uh, now, listen, it is Frank's birthday. It's a very big day. Mm. I'm going to give you the choice. Do you want to ignore the President Trump stories or do you want to spend a half hour or so just pummeling the former president? What do you prefer? Ignore it or let's let's <sighs> let's beat on it. What would make Frank happier on his birthday? See, I would want to ignore, but I don't want to cost the show a topic you know uh, it's fine yeah okay that's dedication go. my friend that there is dedication okay so this and this looks like a just a wonderful topic from but <laughs> based a, on the headline alone yeah supposedly there was a okay here, here's there was a republican retreat okay if you're like 14 retreats are okay if you're an adult and you're on some sort of a spiritual retreat, I could even let that pass. But a Republican retreat, I just don't know if that's appropriate. What I mean, what are the there's got to be activities, you know. Yeah, I, what, I can't I can't imagine what they're doing there. <laughs> Biden bashing and and marshmallow roasting in, in, around the campfire at seven tonight, everybody. <laughs> Pin the eviction notice on the uh, underprivileged family's door. Uh, what, are, what are they doing? All right. All right. Um, yeah, so apparently there was a retreat. And as supposedly as the story goes, um, this is according to the Washington Post. So take it as you will. If you're a hardcore Republican, you could take this as entertainment. If you're a Democrat, I'm sure this is making your night. Um, according to the Washington Post, Donald Trump addressed the golden showers story. Now, do you remember this story? This is like, I feel like a hundred years from now, this is what he's going to be remembered for. Apparently, supposedly there's a rumor that while he was in Russia, there's a tape or God knows if there's a tape that he had some prostitutes in a hotel and, and everybody knows what it. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah. Which I feel like is such I always thought that the story was total BS because if there was an actual tape of that, there is no way. No well, way. Well, the rumor, the conspiracy theory has it that Putin that blackmailing tape him. is a blackmail thing. Yeah. That's the I, rumor. I just don't think so. Uh, I just feel like that would be found. There's just no way. There's just absolutely you imagine no if that I feel like his his base would be like, so so he, he, guy likes golden shower. He, he's still, still a good president. Shut up. So unprompted at the retreat, he brought up uh, the unsubstantiated claim that he had interactions with prostitutes in Moscow. He says, and I quote, I'm not into golden showers. 
you know the great thing our great first lady that one she uh she said i don't believe that one so melania <laughs> said she didn't believe that one. Oh, case closed yeah <laughs> melania that, doesn't believe it so isn't over. that damning all the ones that she does kind of believe or doesn't really know it's, yeah you know that one she doesn't believe the rest of them it yeah. kind of implies that there are a bunch of other things that she yeah. doesn't believe coin flip could be real could be not but that one's bullshit do you think i honestly i don't know i mean if that's what you're into who am i to judge it doesn't hurt anybody it's what you want it's what you like i don't care but uh you know it's just so we it's it's just a thing it's a it's an odd choice for a president i don't know maybe i'm wrong i'm not not judging anybody but if that came out as this you know that it was real you think it would have any effect no, Wouldn't not, do anything. not anymore. In 2017, I would have said yes. Now, no, I don't. With all the that. crap, I really believe drop in the bucket. I believe he could go out onto Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody, and and we'd probably. all be like, that guy probably had it coming. That's the guy. He was going to be the next Hitler. Yeah. You got to, you got to yeah. take him out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's what that would be. By the way, that was a Republican retreat and a story in the Washington Post. So the only way that that is legit is if you have a Republican that absolutely can't stand him that wants to talk to the Washington Post. So, Well, the sto that story is real, that they talked to him and he denied the COVID shower thing. You're talking about the actual tape in Russia, right? No, no, no. I'm talking about this this story. I'm saying that like the uh, I feel like. You would if the Washington Post certainly wasn't at the retreat, so somebody would have had to tell them the story. Oh. And it's a Republican retreat, so it would have to be obviously a Republican that hates him. How do you know there wasn't press at the retreat? No, there wasn't press at the retreat. How, How do you, you know? invite the press to a fucking Republican retreat? They don't have to be invited; they just show up. Um, supposedly, also, uh, President Trump told his supporters not to vote in the next election. That's a good move. Yeah, I don't know about this one. Yeah, now the um, guy's perfectly sane. Uh, don't vote. That that's great, great strategy. I don't know what the end game is for that, but uh, it's not starting out good. That's not a good step one. His statement was: "If we don't solve the presidential election fraud of 2020, which we have thoroughly and conclusively documented, <sighs> show me, show me those Rep documents. Republicans will not be voting in 2022 or 24. It is the single most important thing for Republicans to do." I don't, I mean, this, uh, by the way, this is not, this is one of his statements, just so you guys know. Like, yeah, that's out of his, yeah, what, his, inter his, uh, his website. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So that, I mean, I'll give him, it's a bold strategy, but uh, is it, is it going to pay? Let's see if it pays off for him that, in the end. That is a, that is a bold strategy. Yeah, that, don't even that, vote. That's a bold strategy. I don't even understand how that would remotely be considered something that would be effective. Do you think in the long run it's going to be one of the, the only thing I could think of? And I don't even think it's. I mean, I'm just trying to think of it, what's going on in his mind. Maybe is if no Republicans vote and all Democrats vote, it's going to look so one sided that it'll look like fraud. No, I don't think he's thinking that. He's not thinking that. He's just saying. I think. It, I think if that were to actually, if that were to actually happen, and wh how many people voted in the last election? 
hundred and oh, like 160 million or 175 yeah. million. All right. if, if it turned out to be, you know, that the, the Democrats won the presidency, you know, 130 million to 30 million. I think the idea would be is that it would be such an, such a statement of embarrassment that, you know, that you would feel that the, that's not a legitimate, like, yeah, of course that's he won, saying. but the opponent didn't show up. Not fraud, but I'm just saying like, yeah, I get he won, but it's like a, you know, like a, I, we didn't show up protest kind of a thing. But yeah, the legitimacy but of, do anything. But the legitimacy of those people would be called into question because half the country just turned their back on them. Too bad. They're in charge now. You basically yeah. just handed over the election. That's all. That's all you did. Yeah, that's the reality of the situation. I, I mean, really honestly and truly wish he would just give up on this because I feel like it's hurting him more. I know it's firing people up, but I know those donations keep coming in and Steve Bannon seems to love it. And Steve Bannon has a, has a brain for this stuff. I know he's an asshole, but he's got a brain for this stuff. I, I just feel like long-term he's causing more harm than good to his own yeah. uh, re-election. But also, but here's the here's the other down here's the other upside of it for him. He's already sort of priming the fact that what if he doesn't run or if he does run and loses. Uh, yeah, well, that's what he did. That's what he did against Hillary in 2016. He yeah. was saying fraud, 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 fraud. Then he won, so he dropped the whole, whole fraud thing. Yeah. Then he was saying fraud, fraud, fraud. fraud. Then he lost. And then he lost, and he kept going with the front thing. Yeah. Did, did I blip? Did I blip, glitch out? Yeah, but I I heard it all. You just your video all skipped right. a little bit. That's all. Okay. That's all Adele. I got. Trump. You want to talk about Adele? Let's move on to Adele. New song. Adele. Huh? New song. Easy on me. Tops the iTunes charts and grabs millions of views. Adele. Good for Adele. Adele is good for two things. The music industry and divorced women. I mean, that is where Adele fucking shines. Shines. And I honestly believe this because if you look at, like, she's on the iTunes charts. Like, there's not a lot of people that buy music that much anymore. And, okay, granted, this is still streaming for the iTunes charts. But when you look at how well she does, there was another article that said she makes a million and a half dollars a day and not just her she that's what she produces for the music industry yeah she's making 365 million dollars a year no no not she's making she, that's what she produces for the music oh, industry oh that's what she's yeah that's right that's, her, that's what yeah, she, I got you. right but through all of it you know that's what they estimated that she's she's dishing out Obviously, that she's making, that her producers, the record Every, company, the team, uh, yeah, I got you. Everybody marketing involved yeah. with the brand of Adele, right? Makes, pulls in that much money a day. I got, and you. even more than that, because if you go to listen to an Adele record and then you pop on and listen to, you know, whatever Taylor Swift or whoever else or somebody that you wouldn't normally listen to, that still gets, you know, that's still kind of to her credit. She's the only artist that had the best-selling album in the United States for two consecutive years. And really? she did it twice. Twice. The only artist to ever have that? For, to, to own two consecutive years of the best-selling record and do it twice. Oh, so four albums total? 
two albums, four years. I got gotcha. you. So one album was two years in a row. The other album was another two years in a row. It's insane. It's insane. Um, Easy on me. I'm going to go check this out right now. Yeah. Easy on me got 15 million views after the first eight hours of being uploaded. 15 million views. That's 2 million views an hour. That's close to what we get. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Come exactly. on, guys. Let's get the, let's get those numbers up there. Let's get the Anthony on Air podcast up to Adele numbers. Yeah, let's get them Adele numbers. Right? Um, I only heard like the first I only heard like a 30 second snippet of You're not going to play it. Like, are you, can we No, we can't, we can't. We can't. You can't play any of it. Holy shit. You thought 15 million views in 8 hours was good? Want to take a what guess at what it's up to right now? How many hours has it been? A lot. Um, Almost close to 20 something hours. Okay. Yeah, cuz it was it was uploaded I think at like 12:01 or something like that. Okay. I'll say 150 million. No, that's a lot. Okay. I'll say 90 million. 44 million. That's still pretty good. Again, there's only 24 hours in a day. So if it's been up for 20 hours. Yeah, that's that's a lot. She's on two million an hour. Two million an hour pace is what she's on. That's not bad. Go Adele. It's not bad. Every she's good. I know several women who are divorced. You know, 40s, whatever, divorced. If I say the word Adele, they're like, oh, that's my girl. They just fucking love her. They just love she's her. She's the one. Huh? Yeah. She's the one. And I get it. Look, she, you know, look, she was, she was the ultimate. She got dumped and wrote a smash record. You know what Rolling I mean? Rolling in the and, deep, baby. And then did it again. And then got divorced. You know, so now she's divorced and she's like actually making the divorce record. You know, you could have had it all rolling in the deep. For real. Good stuff. She can carry a tune. Very ballady. That is ballady. Is she playing the piano too? Does she? I don't know if she plays the piano. No, she just sings. Better than me. But the lyrics are go easy on me. I mean, who's not going to? nice who's not gonna be like oh Adele. i'm with you girlfriend <laughs> who, who hurt you adele who hurt you? tell us who hurt you <laughs> um yeah she's the, honestly i mean i'm i'm looking forward to the record though i mean i i you know i want to i fucking love all her shit so this is just one song she released huh yeah this is the single the uh, album comes out i believe just before uh, that's nice that she you. did it on my birthday that was nice of her it is that was a she got my letters yeah, she got my letters. That's nice. I appreciate that, Adele. Thank you. Uh, her new album will be called 30. 30, huh? Yeah, she names all her albums over after she, she did 21, right? 25, I think. She names all her albums after like the year where she wrote them or the, the year that they so come out. 30? The, the age that she is. Yeah. She's 30 years old? At the... she, yeah, well, she's 33 now. Well, I guess the year that it's about. Or I how think, old she was when? Yeah, I, I think you. that that might be. I think that, that might be what it is. Mm-hmm. By the way, putting her record label on the fucking map, like she was one of these artists that hit just before, you know, hmm. um, 
like like when indie I music was. Remember when Rolling in the Deep came out? That was like a that was a monster of a song. Dude, What's we that I missed you. At, at EHM, we were playing that shit before anybody. Like she was, she was one of those indie artists that it was just like, this is great, and we don't know where to put her because pop radio will not play this. You know what I mean? And it's good. So we, you know, there was all the indie stations across the country were kind of playing which, it, which I don't understand because it's a good pop song. I mean, it's got yeah. a, it's got that. I can picture pop music. For, you know, it's a little bit of a, a love song, but it's got that pop edge to it. No, it's great. Well, and then and of so and the other thing too was that was right around the time of after we lost Amy Winehouse. So everybody was kind of mm, into that style, just dipping into that fifties, you know female girl you know supreme sort of uh style uh right. 19 21 25 and now 30 that, those are her four records pretty good yeah and then she went and won the grammys and snl and that was it she just fucking blew up so she's she's only ahead of me by four records that's not bad yeah no you can i think you can catch up i just gotta make four records that's all i mean i was listening to you uh drum on the table earlier and it was it was bad. i got tears in my eyes tears I'm telling you, if I can make the whole album, I'm going to call it Drum Table. And just... And just knock it out. Good. Yeah, it'll be good. I wouldn't buy that. I'm still upset with the LA Times. Uh, don't care for them. I'm going to go back and probably watch the Sopranos movie this weekend again. Just kind of give it a little bit more time. You didn't, you didn't get their apology in the mail? No. No, and I never will. Um, Frank, you were the one who remembered Bean Dad. You want to share the... I vaguely dad. i'm not even sure if i got it right but being dad i believe was this viral thing that lasted like a week or so and it was a couple of years ago that uh a daughter couldn't a couple uh, months ago i think it was this it was this year was this year i know it feels Holy strange crap yeah i feel like that was three years ago mm-hmm. um that a, a a girl couldn't open a can of beans and the father was like you have to learn how to do it yourself so I'm going to let you figure it out. Something, right? Is that how yeah. it went down? Or, and like, he was like, that's what you're eating. So like, if you don't eat, if you don't open up the can, you're not eating or not something eating. crazy yeah. like that. That's your, yeah, I'm giving you. And she like, it took her like four hours or something to do it. Or, uh, I could be getting some of these details wrong, but I think that was the gist of it. Yeah, basically. And then the internet did what the asshole internet does, which is just shame this guy into losing his job and getting canceled and all the bullshit that the fucking internet does. Um, and that was being dead. I don't know whatever happened to being dead, but, um, and he was obviously being facetious to an extent. Now this Liz, uh, mayor, I believe it is. She's being accused of being being dead. By the way, I haven't heard anybody coin the phrase pokey mom. And I feel like it should be because Liz is burning her son's Pokemon cards as punishment when he doesn't do basic stuff yeah she, I mean, she's being called the new bean dad it's a pokemon card number one number two i guess that i don't know what kind of impact that has on a kid to burn their favorite thing or whatever so that that might be a, a little bit of a i don't know but it, i mean if you don't want your crap, it's like, you know, clean this up or it's going in the garbage kind of thing. That That's a famous line that moms used to say. I say that seven times a day. Right. I'm throwing right. it out. This yeah. is it's a Pokemon card. It's probably stuff, you know, you buy another pack and you'll get, you know, unless it's like 
I think I'm blipping out. That's on me, I think. Mm-hmm. That was me. You're good now. You're back. All right. So I think it's, it's if it's not like a, a card that's worth a thousand bucks, then it's like, I mean, I understand that the kid is going to be upset, but basic I, stuff yeah, I, is, yeah. Look, if you look at the next thing down, if you scroll down, you'll see the basic stuff that. Yeah. I'm going to share that with you because there's a, there's a couple of things in the, in the uh, thread here. But I'm of two minds with this. On the one hand, I obviously I feel like you got to be a parent. You got to do like you said, it's just another I'll throw that toy out. But it is a little extreme to be just sitting there like lighting a card on fire, you know, and at the same token, these fucking Pokemon packs are like twelve dollars a pack. Are they? They're insanely expensive. That's my kid was into them for like three weeks. I was like, this has got to stop. These are like this is crazy because they all wind up on the floor and, you know, you're not yeah. getting the big valuable ones in these stupid little packs that you buy at the candy store. Right. You know? So what do you um, think? Do you think this is a, a bad uh, thing? that He doesn't eat enough dinner? Card burnt. Yeah, look at what he... Yeah, this is... Yeah, go ahead. This is what he doesn't do. Okay. Yeah, so the basic stuff is eating. He comes home without ha- having eaten any of his lunch. Card burnt. I can't go see... Ahead, I'm hearing it. it. Go ahead. I know, but I can't see the screen glitched out. Of oh, okay, sorry. there it is. He doesn't eat enough dinner. Card burnt. Bear in mind, my kid is about four foot six uh, at age seven and yet weighs less than 55 pounds. He needs to put some weight on, specifically muscle. See, I, I look, I get, I understand, like as a, as a parent, like you understand, like, Yes, it's an extreme thing, burning a card in somebody's face, but what he's not eating at all and it's not healthy for him and you're like forced to, to make a drastic move. I mean, she's not hitting the kid like that would be bad. I get no, of course. But like, I feel like if a kid isn't eating. Is there something else that's that's going on? Like, is something wrong that the kid maybe has yeah, some his issue? A psychopath. Yeah, or the food sucks. Maybe cook better. No, uh, like if the kid doesn't want to eat, maybe he's got some kind of issue going on. Make like a could uh, be, but he's not uh, eating looks, in school you know. or at home, right? Yeah, maybe somebody called him fat. Uh, you know, who knows? You know, it could be something like that. And now you now on top of that, he's got to deal with his mom burning the stuff. You know, so maybe he's got some kind of problem that he you know instead of you know punishing the kid, maybe ask him hey why aren't you eating is something wrong or you know well i'm sure what do you... she has i'm sure i'm sure yeah, she didn't I'm sure start isn't... with burning a pokemon i'm sure i'm sure yeah but um you know i feel like there's just other issues that causes a kid not to eat i don't know again people are going to say oh you're not a parent you don't know i i get that um but you know it can't be Kid, the kid, you put a piece slice of pizza in front of the kid. Is he gonna eat it? Like, maybe he doesn't like what you're making him. I don't know. There's got to be an issue there. It's not like he's, you know, not like the kid is misbehaving. No, but he's being, he's doing something that's, that's not good for him. Right, but so sometimes you got to take that drastic measure to make sure he's, he's, yeah, you know. But is he doing it on purpose? Probably not. He's not. He's probably not going. Fuck this! I ain't eating this. He's probably. Oh, I- Something's wrong. Seven-year-olds are, are because it's fucking an issue. stupid. Seven-year-olds are stupid. I, I, yeah, seven-year-olds are that's stupid. true. He is seven. I forgot he's seven. I yeah, love, I mean, who uh, knows? I'm sure he... 
I'm sure she knows the kid better than anybody, but who knows? I did love Seth Rogen's response, which is save the valuable Pokemon cards so they can pay for therapy when he's older. There you go. You see? Yeah. The kid's going to be in therapy because my mom burned all my, my stuff. Yeah. And then this woman, Anna, underneath wrote, yep, my therapist is very familiar the time my dad threw my Celine Dion CD out the car window onto the freeway. That's traumatic stuff. That stuff sticks with you. (laughs) That's traumatic stuff. And you know what? Is it going to help him eat? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't want his cards burned anymore, but I'm sure she's at her her wit's end trying to get this kid to eat. Yeah. But, you know, there's got to be another way. 100%. And look, I... I, I don't hate what she's doing, honestly, because, mm-hmm. you know, again, the, he's not she's not really harming the kid. I'm sure the kid's got five. Mentally, she, she's not Pokemon. physically harming the kid. Right. But physically harming the kid would be really bad, you know. But I'm just saying, right. like, she she's doing her best. My problem is keep it the fuck off Twitter. That's true. Oh. Easy. Back so keep it off Twitter. Like, don't you know? Right. You don't have to share all your parental things on Twitter. Because what do you think is going to happen to you? Of course. Now, I mean, again, my point is, he's not. The kid isn't like a bully. He's not hitting his sister or something. You know that stuff. Yeah, you got to punish them. He's just he's he's not eating. Meaning means that there's something going on with the kid that he doesn't want to eat. Yeah, but not necessarily. Right? Okay, because for instance, no, not necessarily. Because for instance, I. My kids aren't obviously this bad, but there will be times where like a couple of times this week, my my son's teacher sent his lunch home with him. Mm. And when we asked him, like, why? Because they get 20 minutes for lunch. And it's like, why didn't you eat like enough? I know it doesn't. But we used to have an hour in school. I know. But they talk. They just yap or they play with toys. They get distracted and they forget. And then they're hungry because then and then like he'll come home and he's like starving. It's like you go, you don't have you can't eat at three thirty. You have to eat at twelve thirty. You know, because then you're not hungry part, for dinner. I think, I think you you pointed out the problem right there is that they only get twenty minutes. By the time they get around to eating, lunch is over. If you had right. if the kids had an hour, yeah, they could then they could talk and play and eat at the same time. I feel like but I even twenty see minutes with, is not enough. I see it with my daughter too at home, like. She will just just talk and yap and play with it, and we're like eat and like we have to we have to if we don't if we don't tell her seven times to eat, she would not eat her dinner. She would just forget about it entirely. It's like they're just you know they don't you know they need to eat, but they don't they just don't think of it you know. And I think yeah maybe I feel like that's a common thing. And is it there? Like I eat when I'm my we eat when we're hungry. Do you sit down at an exact time and say five o'clock, six o'clock? I am eating dinner. Or do you like we don't do that because we don't we don't have kids. So we eat when we're hungry. I mean, is that the thing? Just they're not. Well, you can't, you I mean, can't get them be, into that habit, right? It's you can't. And some be honest. Sometimes like you're you maybe not even be so hungry, but you're like. I have to eat now because I can't be eating at nine thirty at night. Yeah, you that's know? true. Like you have that, but, right? Yeah, but if I if I force myself to eat when I'm not hungry, I feel like I'm just putting on. You know, I feel like I'm putting on weight for no reason. Mm. Like I, I feel like I'm not hungry. Why am I eating? You know, that's. 
I, I kind of get what the kids what the kids are t- talking about. If you're not hungry, why 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 am I eating if I'm not hungry? But I know they have to be on a schedule. I get it. But I think step one to solving the kid your kids pro you know eating thing, they need more than twenty minutes. I mean, even people working in offices have an hour. Give the give the kids forty five minutes. You know, if the, if the goal for that 45 minutes is eating lunch, maybe they'll get around to it after the first 20 minutes. Uh, yeah, but you don't, I, honestly, if you, you, they would drag on forever. It would just drag on forever. They're big, dumb yeah. animals, these kids. Know. 20 minutes, even from step one, from, you know, the start of the lunchtime. 20 minutes is not enough time to even digest. Just No. It's not, but they get, they get 20 minutes to eat because they think they get another 20 minutes to go out and play. So it's not like they're getting, it's not like it's just like a, you know, they get a, a nice little lunch. Yeah. Time. But what is it? Kindergarten? They're playing the whole day anyway. Nice no, in first grade. First grade. I mean, do you know who I, my kids are? No. Are you kidding? <laughs> Coming from the guy who remembers nobody's kids. Yeah. I don't remember any of the kids' names. All right. Let's talk kids. about Dave Chappelle. Let's get into this. Okay. Uh, so we talked about this the other day, which which garnered us a thumbs down because we didn't watch the Dave Chappelle special, oh. um, which I found I found funny that everybody came to our rescue after that. I do love this audience. You guys are the absolute best, the absolute best. One guy said he goes, you don't put a thumbs down just because of one little tiny thing. He goes, you got to recognize how hard, work, you know, how much work goes into these videos. And there there is a considerable amount of work that goes into these videos, as shitty as they are. Yeah. Um, but um. So Chappelle said some stuff, and uh, oh, who is the young lady? Uh, she was the, uh, the one woman f- that works at Netflix. I don't remember her name. No, but she was a she was a writer on a show. She had just trans. She just tra- right. transitioned. Transitioned. Yeah, I don't remember. Dear her white name, people. She- yeah, I forget okay. her name. Anyway, she was one of the writers on Dear White People. Uh, and she said she basically said, "I'm not gonna. I'm I'm quitting the show. I'm not gonna write on Netflix anymore." Because I watched this Chappelle special and I was so offended as a trans person and, uh, you know, Dave Chappelle's horrible and blah, blah, blah and all this stuff. And she quit. Uh, So then following that came the typical cancel culture of, okay, let's try and force Netflix into canceling Dave Chappelle and taking this special off of the platform to which Ted Sarandos, who is, by the way, one of the most beloved man in, in Hollywood like for all the shitty things you heard about Weinstein, people have nothing but praise and kindness about this Ted Sarandos. Like everybody has nice things to say. Like he runs the company the way everybody wants Hollywood to be run, which is basically not like how Hollywood is currently being run. So they put the pressure on Sarandos to take the show off the air and Sarando said, no, absolutely not. He said, it's one of the most popular shows that we have right now. Not only that, every Dave Chappelle special we put on goes through the roof and everybody watches it. Everybody, you know, rates it very, very well. It's like what he says, this is what our audience wants. And he said, we're not going to trample on free speech. And we also don't think that this incites any sort of violence um or anything like that so he says we're standing by this thing okay that was wednesday now we're at friday and the people are still 
now the people that are like, oh yeah, hold my beer. Now they've been activated on mm -hmm. Twitter and they're going after uh, Ted Sarandos. So today, or I should say yesterday, Ted Sarandos said, look, we have a ton of variety on our platform. A lot of races, uh, sexual identities are represented. And you know what the funny thing is, is the fucking one who started this. I mean, you're a transgendered woman. You're on the fucking plat. Like you have this. And this was, remember my criticism, Frank? You don't like Dave Chappelle? Write an episode on him. Take him to, you know, take him out to the woodshed then. You know, take him to task. You have the platform. Raise your voice. Fight as a transgender woman and give your perspective on the same platform as Dave Chappelle. We have never, yeah, never, ever that. had that in, in our history before. She could do that. She chose not to do go that way. She chose to 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 do the protest way. Be a whiny, cryy. Will you stop? Quitter. Okay. Uh, anyway, Whiny, so cry quitter. She quit the uh, company. She doesn't believe holds her best interests uh, to there. You know, yeah, has her best interests in mind. Think about that though. The company that was like, "Oh, you're a transgender woman." Sure, go ahead, right on the show. Go ahead, have a voice. What does that mean? She should be grateful she has a job. No, but no, but in the past, it would it would have been like in the past, fifteen years ago, they would have been like, "Oh, we can't have you know, let's like you know, let's cancel this show." I don't think fucking ABC would have been like, yeah, let's put the transgender girl on, on fucking prime time. Whereas Netflix is like, go ahead, have a show, be, have a voice. I feel like that should be lauded. Yeah, great. But that doesn't mean you can be shit on, you know, just because you're, you're, you're privileged enough to work there. No, you still have, you're still a person that your company shouldn't, you know, uh, treat you any, any differently. So Sarandos and a staff member on Wednesday, which was found by Variety, said adults can watch violence, assault and abuse or enjoy shocking stand up comedy without it causing them to harm others. We are working hard to ensure marginalized communities aren't defined by a single story. So we have sex education, Orange is the New Black, Control Z, Hannah Gatsby and Dave Chappelle all on Netflix. Key to this is increasing diversity on the content team itself. So now he mentioned uh, Hannah Gatsby, who I'm not familiar with Hannah Gatsby. Me neither. Uh, but I don't know if she's a gay comedian or whatever. Australian comedian Hannah Gatsby. Anyway, Hannah got a hold of this and she got very upset and she wrote, Hey, Ted Sarandos, just a quick note to let you know that I would prefer if you didn't drag my name into your mess. Now I have to deal with even more of the hate and anger that Dave Chappelle's fans like to unleash on me every time Dave gets $20 million to process his emotionally stunned, his emotionally stunted partial worldview. You didn't pay me nearly enough to deal with the real world consequences of hate speech, dog whistling. You refuse to acknowledge. Fuck you and your immoral algorithm cult. I do shits with more backbone than you. That's a joke. I definitely didn't cross a line because you just told the world there isn't one. I agree 100% with like everything she just said. That was perfectly, <laughs> that was perfectly worded. That was perfect. She's yeah. getting backlash over something, you know, and she, yeah, that's basically what it is. I mean, it's Dave Chappelle getting on stage talking about what bothers him and this, because yeah, if you want to make jokes, fine. I get jokes are great or funny, but 
There's also crafting jokes so that they are funny. I get that there was a funny part to the end of his joke. People laugh. But the, the preamble, the lead up to the joke counts as well. And his preamble to the joke is stuff that, you know, when a comedian uh, stands up and says something and every and it's not a joke, everybody applauds and goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. You know, because there's stuff like that in comedy sets, too, that aren't necessarily a joke, but they they build up to something. So that's where I think everybody had the problem. It was in the preamble. It was him saying, I, I think gender, you know, it wasn't the joke part. I feel like it was the. All right. Now we're talking about the actual material, right? The actual so you, material. You saw it. I saw it. Right. What did you think? I think it was not well-crafted. It was not a good setup. It wasn't a good uh, idea. Like he saw it. I feel like the joke part of it eh, was all right. I don't, you know, I don't think it was anything. But I feel like the preamble leading up to the joke was where he gets into trouble because the preamble stuff is not a joke. Like there's stuff in comedy that like George Carlin would say, would tell jokes, but some of the stuff he said, he wanted people to take seriously. Like it was not so much a joke, not so much a joke as much as it's him saying, this is what we should do as a society, right? You can't say a hundred percent of everything in a stand-up act is supposed to be funny. You can't because, well, maybe in, in some, but in this one, some of it is just him talking, going, yeah, I agree. Because some of the stuff he said was, I agree with J.K. Rowling and I agree with, I forget the acronym that was mentioned in the, in this, in the stand-up thing. Yeah, the one that he introduced that he didn't know what it was and he had to look it up. Right. Yeah, so I none of that was jokey. He said, I agree with this. It wasn't a, a part of the joke. It was just... No, I think, it a was, I think it was all a joke. The whole thing was a joke. The whole thing was. Did you watch the whole thing? I didn't watch the entire hour and a half or whatever the oh. hell it was. But I watched the section that people had a problem with. Well, thumbs down this. Th thumbs down this video then. You got to watch it. Right. All right. Whole... So you watched it. Go ahead. I'm not going to. I don't. All right. Go ahead. I got to tell you, I think you, if you, you didn't watch the end, I think you missed a. You missed. You missed it. You missed the whole thing. Go ahead. Tell me. So I I watched it, and I honestly thought that it was fucking genius. I swear to you, I thought it was genius. I thought it was, and the last time I got this excited, it's funny that you said George Carlin. George Carlin went on a run, like, in the 90s. Remember, he had a couple of those specials where he was just, like, black shirt and, like, on the rooftop sad and all that stuff where he yeah. was just fucking hammering truths that were so funny but all it, and then there was a time for George Carlin too where yeah he was funny but he was more spitting philosophy than that's what I felt this was yeah which I thought was I thought he captured the current moment now so fucking well and I would be so disappointed in Netflix if they took this down because I feel like everybody should watch it and watch it all the way through. Now, I'm not a transgender person, but I know, you know, I, I've, I obviously have a lot of support for the community. You know, I have somebody very close to me that's gay. I love them very dearly. So, you know, lucky for me, I found out they were gay in high school. So I feel like I've had an open view of the world for a long, long time. And 
sure. I watched that and I thought that I, I literally said to myself, how could any transgender person be offended by this? It makes no sense to me. Really? Z zero sense to me that any transgender person would be offended because you're not really listening. Now, I will say, to be totally fair, there was a part where he was talking about he got into a fight with a woman at a nightclub. And did you see that part? No. He joked around about like that he that she was in his face or whatever and they got into an altercation. I think that was all a joke. It felt kind of real. That was the only bit of uneasy moment that I that I felt because why what was I don't know. It just like I was like, I don't know. Is this real? Is this? A I wasn't laughing. I wasn't offended. I just didn't. I just. It felt a little uncomfortable. Like it felt like the air came out of the room a little bit. Even in, even in the audience, it felt like the air came out of the room a little bit. So with that feeling that you had there is the feeling that trans people, I feel, or uh, at least the people that are upset, had when he said, "Oh, gender is a fact, and it's it's over and decided with," and you had. You're a woman, you're a woman. You know, he said that stuff. And that's the part that trans people had a problem with, I feel. Well, so he recaps the whole story about how, you know, he first started making jokes about trans people. And he said that he was doing this set in uh, San Francisco. And he, he had made some jokes or whatever, and they wrote an article on him. And they took a lot of his stuff out of context, right? And, and you know how it is, especially for stand-up comics. When you say something, you have a cadence. You can say something. It happened on this show. We say things. It's clearly we're joking. Somebody go look in the comment. How could you fucking say that? It's like, it was. you got to see it. Yeah, it was sure. a joke. You sure. put that stuff in print, and then it looks horrible. So that's what they did. And they said in the article, and this was the crux of his whole thing. They said... And that he was making fun of transgender people and that he was punching down. And he took offense to that. He took a great amount of offense to that because he said, I'm not punching, uh, that he was punching down on transgender people. That's what right. they said in the article. Mm -hmm. And that's what upset him. He got really mad at that because he felt, and he says this, and by the way, this a couple of spoiler alerts, but I'm not, it's still worth watching it. You know, even if I say it, Dave Chappelle line, it's still worth watching you watch him say it. He said he's not, he doesn't hate trans people. He's not angry with them. He's jealous of them. He said, he goes, as he basically, and I'm paraphrasing here, but as a black person, he's been fighting, that, and that, that whole group of people have been fighting for their rights and equality and everything for hundreds of years. And then you look at the trans community, and it's not like they haven't been through their shit too, um, but they have made extraordinary progress. I think all that stuff is fine. In a really that, short amount of time. So when you look at it from that lens of like- that's There's more to it than that though. There's more to, that I think is fine. That's that's a well-crafted joke. Well, you have one- You have Problem one- Problem came have, before. Go ahead. Came before, go ahead. I was gonna say the problem came before that when he's leading up to him, he goes, J you know, they came after J.K. Rowling because of this. And he starts with, I believe, you know, he, he took a side on the transgender uh, thing. And he said, well, I, I don't he, he basically said that once you're born a man, you're a man. Once you're born a woman, you're a woman. He didn't say that verbatim, but he said that 
gender is decided. You have to be born out of a woman. And I, you know, there's gender. There's like, it's not as, as cut and dry as that. I, I don't think you're and getting he it took the, from, see, from the that, source. That, what are you talking about? I heard, I heard that's what he, that I heard him. But when he, but so he continues on to the, to the, to the, in this, in the, in the special. And he tells a story about a trans person who comes to see him mm-hmm. when he's in San Francisco and he's making jokes and he's doing all this stuff. And she is hysterical laughing the entire fucking time. And after the show, uh, this girl comes up to him and, and they're, they're talking and he finds out that she's a stand-up comedian and she's never, you know, like she, you know, she hasn't been on stage a lot and blah, 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 and whatever. And she's trans and all that. And so Dave says, you didn't have any problems with my jokes, you know? And she says, no, absolutely not. Not one of them. She got upset at one thing, but again, it was like when, when she was, when they, he, he, he did the treating trans people with kid gloves sort of shtick and she didn't like that, you know? And so he, um, you know, he was really, you know, he was really like impressed with her. So anyway, he, you know, they, they, I don't know if they exchange numbers or whatever, but he goes off and he, you know, he, a couple of years later, he's got to come back around and he's got to do it again. And he's looking for somebody to open for him. And he goes, I know I'll call, I'll call Daphne. I'll let her open the show. Daphne was her name, I believe. And so, and, and I'm telling you, this was so fucking funny, Frank. He goes, he's like, he puts Daphne up and he and Daphne for 45 minutes just bombs, just dies on fucking stage, just like shitty, awful. And so then he goes up and he does his and like Paul Mooney's with him and like like all these like legendary comics. And, you know, she just eats it on stage. And, um, you know, he he's he says he said to her, oh, so he's he's up and he's doing his shtick and. Daphne, instead of like just going off and hiding tail between her legs, comes in and sits down front row to watch Dave Chappelle's show. And he said, I was so impressed with that. I was so impressed with her. And he said it was obvious and people felt it in the room because there she was. She just died on stage for 45 minutes and now she's sitting right there. He said, so one asshole in the back shouts out, hey, Daphne, we all want to know, do the drapes match the, uh, not the, do the drapes match the carpet? Right. And Daphne turns around and she goes, uh, I don't know, honey, I got wood floors. And he said the place erupted in laughter. That's funny. That, that's great. He goes, here's See, that's this. a good that's a good trans joke. <laughs> that's a great trans joke. And he said, he goes, she reversed 45 minutes of bombing. Yeah. With one fucking great joke. And he got off stage and he said to her, he goes, you are really yeah, funny. Yeah, nailed it. And he, He's like, you can really, you can really do this, so on and so forth. So, um, he gets so some, so he, he, so, and then he proceeds to tell tell the story of how over the years there are people that will come up to him and they will just regurgitate that same fucking first article that was written about him, that was basically falsely representing, you know, what he had done on the stage that night. And he said he knew it because people would use the same exact language and they would say shit like punching down. And again, he took great, great offense to that. So there was one point where one of the specials on Netflix came out and there was some transgender stuff in there. And um, Daphne came to his uh, 
his rescue on Twitter. And Daphne tweeted out about her experiences with him and she's transgender and all this and that stuff. Six days after, um, six days after she comes to his defense, I'm going to spoil this now for her. So if you really want to, you could, you guys could mute this part of the show or just skip ahead 15, 20 seconds. Uh, if you don't want the spoiler six days after she comes to his defense, she takes her own life. She, she jumped off a roof. It's and it, like you're listening to this fucking story and it's the way Dave Chappelle tells a fucking story. It's so good. Like you're like just so enthralled by this. But even in that great, even in this tragically sad moment, he says he, he his line was like, I and I and I wasn't, you know, he's like and she did it in the way that a dude would do it. She threw, you know, she jumped off a bit like that's a man's way. He's like, so I really doubted her, you know, being a woman like, you know, kind of like break the the uh the le- a little levity in the situation. I obviously didn't do it justice, but it got a nice laugh. I laughed at it when he said it. And because again, you're like, your heart's broken that she killed herself over this. Or I don't know if it was necessarily over this, but it was six days after it happened. And he says that his heart was broken. And he said it wasn't that it was, he, he said it wasn't that it was my people versus her people. He said, because she was a comic and she was my people. You know, he said she was a comic yeah, well, and she was my people. And it was beautiful. And it was like, when you look great. at that. That's a great story. When you look, but when you watch that whole special and you take it into context, you absolutely in no way, shape or form see a person that doesn't want trans people to have all the same rights that I get he that. does. No, I get that. But so the, what are we talking about then? So we're talking about. There was a couple of lines in the middle of him saying, I think, I'm, I, again, not verbatim, but you know, gender is. I get this, that, is, but it, I get that. But again, it basically I'm, reverses their argument of gender is not what you are at birth. It's what you are inside. Right. But you're talking it's about just reversing that. But you're talking about a comedian on stage setting up jokes and material. I he get that. if he would have said I used to believe that or hey but it I doesn't was... but Frank you know you make jokes you know setup is important it doesn't work if he's not coming with the idea he's he gave you the premise I'm a black person I'm a minority I am I for slavery right to vote all that Jim, was good all, all that funny. stuff he's when been he did it, his preamp. people have been fighting for this long transgender people come along and and from like you know like it seems like i'm not saying this is true but it seems like within 15 20 years they have they have reached acceptance level which he is a great made, joke which is which is great that's not the a, issue he even made a funny joke about how transgender people can switch to white like this <laughs> he goes if the cops come all of a sudden you're white he goes because we can't do that you know, so he's setting up this whole thing of like this this jealousy, you know, sort of a sort of a thing. You know, it's just I I do jokes. understand. I yeah, it's I know it's all jokes. It's all jokes. But it but there's there's some. Like, I mean, it would be like it would. Be, I'm sorry to cut you off. I'll I'll let you get it out. It would be like people going, Aunt, why are you so mean to Frank's brother's wife about the kind of parties she has? When you know, like we all have a blast whenever we get together, and we of all of course. Have fun. But everything you say with that is purposefully, you know, anti 
the thing because it's funny to be anti the thing. Um, but his he's doing the same thing. No, you're not. You're missing my point. You're not offending a, a group of people that were that are fighting for their rights. You're you're talking about a party of my brothers, and it's like not a huge deal. If if you were saying, uh, you know, I don't believe that trans women are women, that's a setup to a joke that I don't think is a good setup. Again, if he's out on Twitter every day being like, this is bullshit. This is a dude. I'm on, I'm with you. I'm on your team, but it's a stand-up comedy special. It's a joke. You yeah, have to say outrageous things I know sometimes that you can't hide behind. It's a joke. Every because it's not, not every, hiding behind. It's a joke. It is. It's, but it's a narrative. He's telling a story. Like I said, I yeah, feel I get like that. But the story is is not the joke part. Like there's jokes weaved within these stories, but there are some parts of the story that he's saying because they're what he thinks and what he believes. I know, but you understand the structure of a joke. If you I don't, do. if you don't, if people don't buy into the premise, then they will not be surprised, and you will not get that pop during the punchline. I get it, but if he came up there and said. Uh, you know, I, I think, uh, I don't like gay people. If he said something like that and he was like, no, I just don't think gay people deserve any rights. And it led to a joke that happens later. People would be like, dude, what the hell are you talking about? Why don't you think gay people but deserve any rights? He clearly does. He doesn't have any issues with gay people. I'm In not fact, saying that. I didn't say that. It, I said, he, yeah, that was an example. Right. But he says it later. He says it later on in the special that he has no issues. With with transgender people, he befriended he befriended a transgendered person. By the way, right. that girl funny. that girl had no right to be on that fucking stage. That was an incredibly kind thing that he. You ask any comic, oh, Dave Chappelle wants this person who's been on stage eight times to fucking open for him. I get that. That's great, and that's a wonderful story. But but that's humanity. That means more than anything that should carry more weight than any setup to a joke that doesn't work for people yeah i get that but it's because like i i feel like that the the first woman there the, the dear white people woman didn't watch the whole thing which is okay that's fine but what i'm saying is just it's not it's not fine can you let me get a fucking thing out <laughs> yeah god <laughs> jesus so like Someone who goes, well, I'm not racist. I have a, I have a black friend. What's the problem? That person could still be racist. It's not like, you know. So if saying you have a transgender you friend or you help, that's, that's tough. Yeah, you can. If you are truly friends with a with a person of an opposite of a different race, you could still think you're better than them. I don't think that's racism, though. How is that not racist? Well, Thinking I think you're better, better than, than all, of, all of my friends. I don't think that makes yeah, me racist. Yeah, but not because of their, the color of their skin. Well, some of them. Oh, okay. That's up here, guys. Not here. <laughs> See, it's just a joke. But Everybody knows joke. I didn't mean no, it. Yeah, you didn't mean it. That's the difference. He's like, there was a couple of sentences in the middle of there where if, if all he said were the jokes and he said, well, I used to think this, but I don't think it anymore. Wait, wait, go That's back. That's different. Can you be racist if you are friends with that race? Yeah. I don't know then if you're really truly friends. Well, okay. Well, then you're not truly friends, but you probably could be racist and say you're friends or 
you could be racist. Like if I, if someone goes, I have, you know, neighbors who are, are black and I get along and they come over, they eat dinner. But if they, if that person thinks they're better than a better per- person or a class of citizen or whatever it is, than them because they're white, then that's racist. I just don't know if that person would invite that those, those black people over for dinner. They thought it that way. There's a lot of reasons why people do shit, but I, I feel like you could be racist and do, you know. Well, I think I think this is the bigger point. Um, the bigger point is there's no room for, you know, right now it's snap judgment. It's discussed in under 140 characters. There's no room for larger conversation. There's no room for acceptance. And there's no room for interpretation, nuance, and analysis of what is really being said. It's just, ooh, those are hateful words, and let's try and destroy this person. No, I see. It's not. Uh, I'm not all. I'm not for destroying I'm not, Dave Chappelle. I'm not. I, I'm I for, know you're not. I know you're. If not. he said something, if he, I'm sorry, my my internet keeps glitching. If it sounds like I'm cutting you off, I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. Go ahead. Um, but uh, what what my point is is he had good jokes in in the, in the special, great. But I feel like there was just a couple of things in there that, w- if worded differently, wouldn't have been so bad. But he said things that, you know, it's just it doesn't it didn't go with. I feel maybe you know he wrote them a different way, whatever. It just didn't line up with the rest of it because he's like. You know, oh, look, I'm friends with this person. I love this person. I think that's a woman. I think this and that. But then in the middle there somewhere, he said, I agree with this organization and gender is decided. That's all there is. There's two, you know, whatever he said. I can't get it verbatim, but, you know, he just said there's just a couple of lines in there that if you remove them or you change them, there wouldn't have been an issue because the rest of it I thought was okay. But there was just a couple of lines where he's like, Listen, gender's gender. That's it. It's over. We decide, you know, right. he just went on the wrong side of the, the gender issue. But I also think, again, I think you're you're missing the bigger picture of, you know, even though those words were said, this is this guy is a good person who saw more than Absolutely. I never said it was bad. But, but these other people are saying that. And I think, you know, again, to the point, you know, that longer thing of who, who, who are these people really? And I, I listened to Dave Chappelle and I watched that whole thing and I just, I came away from that thinking to myself, this is not somebody who doesn't, especially as a black man who has spent a lifetime uh, pointing out injustice through his comedy. Totally. How you could turn to that person and and say, he's, he's punching down, like, and I, when he said that, when he said he was offended, like, I, I swear to you, I fucking felt that because I was like, that's that's the problem with political correctness. It's this thing of like, oh, poor baby. And, well, and it's listen. like this special treatment. And again, what the problem is with that is you put somebody in that delicate glove box and you just you never they, they, they never get that. beyond it's- that. It's not about that. It's it's the way it's the way it was structured. He said, like, if he would have just said the stuff that he said, the joke parts, 
Like, I'm not going to craft his jokes. I'm not I'm not that level of comedian, obviously. I'm not even a stand-up comedian. Tell me about but it. If we, he, we'd have such a better podcast if you were. Right. But <laughs> what I'm saying is there was just a couple of lines in there that just, he took it, like, there are serious parts of stand-up, like where you just say, you speak a little philosophy, you say your opinion on something, and then you get to the joke. It's all preamble to the joke, whatever. But there was just a couple of lines. I understand. That, and like I said, I, I agree. I'm with you. I said there was that line about him fighting the woman. Right. There was so an altercation. Made right. me a little weirded me out. I didn't get it. And he lost me for a couple of minutes there. You know, but that's the thing. But the point being is that's that is nothing. Absolutely nothing to quit your job over. It's stupid. It doesn't it doesn't make the point that that I forget her. I really should look up her name. It doesn't make the point that that writer thinks it's making. It's it's worse. Because when you, again, and I feel like she looks like a bigger asshole. After I watched the special, I thought this girl is an even bigger asshole. Because... It's bringing attention to it. Otherwise, you know, I mean, yeah. She could have went the... That's probably a good way to do it, what you said. Uh, your way of doing it with, you know, write your own thing and, and come back right. at them. That would have been fine. But... You know, why even come back at him if you if you don't think there's a problem? But her statement is, until you get rid of this guy, you're not going to have me. And it's like, first of all, you know, you're, you're talking about the cleanup hitter on a team versus the fucking, you know, uh, the, the the you know, what the pitching coach. You know, like, who gives a shit? People, teams fire fucking pitching coaches every three days sometimes if they have to. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ha you don't have that weight. And the fact that you're trying to have that weight makes you look really stupid and the fact that i watched the whole thing and then really heard really got a, a sense of what this guy is i think she looks even worse you don't think she watched the whole thing at this point i don't think so and i think she said she did it. and i think she turned it on and heard the first couple of things and you know what else i found interesting too he said this is the last time he's talking about this because he's been ha he's been having this battle with cancel culture you know for when? years, Chappelle. For what? Anytime he talks about transgender, about he anytime he talks about transgender people in a special, the same the same set of stuff comes up. The same exact set of stuff comes up. That's and I and, and listen, that's ridiculous. If the jokes are good, you know, are you know, it's. It... I might I might have a different perspective of this than most people because I've I've been on that side. I, I laughed at a I fucking did a bit on the air one time where uh, Peter Rabbit they were shooting in the in the movie Peter Rabbit they shoot peanuts down a a rabbit's throat or something and you know um, I forget what it was it was something where you know because obviously the peanut allergy people and then uh, they in the article I'll never forget I still think this is fucking funny they fucking in the article they wrote like the second foremost authority on peanut allergies you know Alex you know, Smith, blah, blah, blah. and I fucking howled at that. I just howled at the idea that for this article, they couldn't get the first <laughs> most foremost authority on, like, when does the peanut allergy thing come up? What was that guy doing that he was so fucking busy? They, and then that's the a funny joke. The <laughs> idea of, like Alex's parents, like you think they walk around and go like, "Oh, my son's doing he's second most for for like one day he's gonna hit." Why that even top. mention what number he is? It Just was, say one of the how, leading. 
That's how insane. <laughs> That's all you have to do. That's how insane. Okay, Frank, for for three weeks, three weeks, I was getting calls from psychopaths. My bosses were getting calls. Have you fired that asshole yet? What is he? You don't think peanut allergies are real? It's like you didn't fucking hear. You didn't. I, peanut allergies had zero to do with that joke. Zero. It was yeah. the idea of the second most authority. Of course. Yeah, that's a different story. That's not the same thing as Chappelle. But, but what I went through was, and I called it, hauled into the corner office. Can you apologize for this? No. Why won't you apologize? Because I didn't do anything wrong. Because these people didn't, they, they're, they're, uh, I understand why they're angry. I would be upset too if my kid had a peanut allergy and had to go through the world that way. I totally sympathize. But I'm not going to sit here like, and, and that's, and that is what this is. It is just, can it's we push you around? Thing. Can we cancel you? Can we mischaracterize you? I mean, the guy is a minority who sympathizes with another minority group who befriends their people, who gives them opportunities that honestly they didn't, they weren't even ready for. And we're still going to fucking put this guy in a box because some ass fuck 13 years ago wrote a, an article and misquoted and put comedy material into print. That's more important than a guy sitting out there telling you, I sympathize, I empathize, I became friends with, I gave opportunities for, I'm jealous. My, my people have been fighting for this, they are getting there so quick. To me, that's a human being just but being that's a, a joke. human Why being. Why would you take that seriously? It's a joke. What do you mean? You know, that he uh, he's jealous of their their progress. That's just a joke. No, so, the yeah, there's the, truth to that, right? But there's truth to it. Of course. Yeah, of course. I, I see the point that you I get the point that you're making. But I think I, I there's think some truth weaved in. And he I, I, he said something that probably he shouldn't have said, is my my opinion. I agree. I, I agree with that. Am I gonna but, say the guy's a complete piece of crap? And everything he said is terrible. No, he said one terrible thing. Well, terrible, one really bad thing. Right. Uh, I don't know. You know, it's terrible for, for trans people, and it's it's detriment to their to their whole progress. It's like, you know, it makes people think. Oh, yeah, I agree with. Yeah, you know, just. I agree with what you're saying, but you have to give me this point. People, cancel culture, people, right? Mm -hmm. Twitter, Twitter people, people who act like they're liberals will take this guy and put him in the same bucket as the piece of shit that would actually go and cause physical harm to a trans person just because they're trans. No, of course. I, I get that. There's, there's no, no line of delineation between these people. And that is a big problem. They don't even care. They don't care. No, I know. That's, that's not the same thing. I think if I can devil's advocate a little bit here i think their uh their thing is well he's enabling that sort of thinking that's the only thing is. i could right there's no there's know. there's no way you watch the whole body of work and there's just no fucking way i, I mean i and that's what see that's what angers me and i and i'll i catch shit for this because people that side with you they talk about how great you are when we get into these conversations and they talk about how shitty I am, which is fine. I can take it. But what angers me about that is I feel like something like this is doing more good 
for the cause of transgender people than harm. Yet you have these people out there that are like, oh, that one sentence was bad. And they're and they're they're the bigger Second problem. Impression of me. <laughs> you <No>. dick. <laughs> <laughs> No. So I think I said that one, that, that whole thing verbatim, <laughs> but it's no, I, I understand what you're saying. And if you wanted to make jokes, all the, you know, the funny parts were funny, but there was, it's talking about the serious parts that were like cringy, uh, to be honest. When I heard him say, well, I, I decide with this, uh, the, I forget the acronym. I side with that and uh, women are women, men are men, whatever he said, you know, gender is decided. That's it. That's the issue. That's the problem that right but even, if he said even, i if he said i used to think that way it's a different story but he, he said i side with these people even to say like you know even if you i, I get people would get really mad at it but even if you were like you know you know i don't care that's a man dressed like a woman you know i mean i get it to me i would love you know you uh, yeah and i'm accepting I don't take offense to that, and I don't think trans people should either. As long as they're accepting of it, as long as they're like, "It's I will, I will call you a woman," I will, you know, whatever. Hey, what do you mean? But, I don't get your point. What was it? My point is, is like he's like, you know, oh, because he, he made that joke too about, you know, if he came up to a urinal and he saw, I forget what it was now, a woman peeing. Like he's he. That was the other part. He made a joke about if he was in a men's room peeing at a urinal, and a woman came up next to him and started peeing that it would be weird well that's the point a woman wouldn't do uh, that woman would use the ladies room should be using the ladies room so that that's a wouldn't you say that's a pro transgender statement but he's saying that if yeah i don't know if that's anything that would be offensive i mean that would be you know but i think the point is that they're not allowed to use the ladies room at the moment in a lot of places well he was talking about south carolina and he was also that was what was funny he was also talking about the fact that the baby killed somebody in a walmart and was forgiven yet and i forget i don't know what he said i know he said some anti-gay stuff a couple of weeks ago months ago whenever it was hmm. he goes that's gonna ruin his career so he murdered a man's life took a person's life killed a person fine but he said a bad thing about gay people. Unforgivable. I don't think that's fine. I didn't even know about that until you just said it. Yeah, well, it's in the special. You have to watch the full special again. I will watch the full special. I'm telling you, it, I I was really, it, it was Carlin-esque in that it was as much, you know, just a wonderful description of our time and a, a philosophical viewpoint as it was a, a funny stand-up. I, I, I thought really, it was all jokes. I he he took it. no, but I mean, but he's he's making the point that this is such the wrong direction for this kind of a thing, and that like here's the full story, and that perhaps if the politically correct people, liberals, Twitter people, whatever you want to call them, would be more understanding, and really look at things rather than being angry in three seconds what was in the article put it in the headline wait till they get fired take away their thing do this do that do whatever we would be so much better off we would be making so much more progress with all of these things than we are actually making i mean again the idea that a minority person 
is just being thrown to the wood chipper for essentially being on the same journey of the people that he's making fun of is kind of insane. It's kind of insane. His struggles are the same or similar to that of the transgender people. One million percent. Maybe not right now because transgender people are going through that point of acceptance now. When you look at the history of African-Americans in this country, it is not a favorable one. Oh, and, but... and I'm sure if we had to put dollars to donuts on what's what, I'm sure a lot less transgender people were, not that this really matters, but a lot less transgender people were murdered than African-American people were murdered just because for being they, who they were. Because they transgender people are more in the spotlight now. Uh, they, you know, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, they didn't make themselves known as they do today. So, yeah. Yet you another might, advantage uh, they have over black people. Well, I think the point is that African American, no, listen, African American no. people feel like have progressed. Right, I'm, I'm not even going to talk anymore. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I felt I made a really great point and you didn't acknowledge it because you're just trying to make your point, but go ahead. <sighs> African American progress, people are, you know, I think progress for African Americans is way ahead of transgender progress. You are fucking insane. That's that's people insane. are well. You just take a simple example. People are more probably willing. Uh, if you take your average bigot, I don't know. I get willing you... to why to hire a black if they have a choice between a African American person or transgender person. I feel like the trans person transgender person might get the short end of the stick i agree i get what, i get what you're saying i take That's back my i take back my your insane statement i get what you're saying but what but what i think we're and we're both talking about the same thing i think the curve of or the arc of their stories of acceptance and then um well what's the word i'm looking for exceeding expectation you know excelling of acceptance and then excelling their arcs are just at different places yeah, But when you put them together, I feel like African-Americans have dealt with a lot more shit for a far longer sure, time. Longer. Yeah, I'm than, sure. Because you're, what you're talking about is what I said before. It's just transgenders. Their moment is right now. Well, I think it's a different struggle. I don't think it's because I, from what I understand about the transgender community, they've been around forever. But they just of course. but they just couldn't. Part of the struggle is that they couldn't be out in the open about it that's you know that's hurtful as well maybe not you know as you know i'm sure it's two different struggles is what i'm saying african-american people just because they're they're they were african-american that's that was their you know that's what kept them from ex excelling transgender people what kept them it, uh, from being themselves is the fact that they couldn't even say I'm transgender or I'm not a man, I'm a woman or vice versa. That was part of their struggle. And now that they can, and they are saying that they're still getting, they're getting even more, you know, it's a different struggle, I think. Well, yeah. Well, but they also weren't enslaved. It's like you said, no, that's yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's a different struggle. It's a different, yeah. it's a different, two different paths. But, and I'm not saying this is not you. Cause I, I cause I know you and I know this isn't you. The, the politically correct crowd doesn't understand that they just see the rich comedian 
who's got all that's the other thing too there's a bit of a jealousy thing for all of this this rich successful guy who's going around saying things they don't understand i think it's the opposite i think it's just they see a guy making jokes. I don't see. I don't think they hold him up on a on a pedestal in this. Oh, I think I think so. I think there's a let's get him of like that guy is successful. Let's get let's get him. Let's just pull him I, down. I thought it was just no because if because there's not a nothing here. There's something here. It's because not, I I also think this this had a what the fuck was her name now I forgot had a Hannah Gatsby. This Hannah Gatsby I feel like again and you know like. You've interviewed comics. I've interviewed a ton of comics. They're a special breed. They, they, you know, they feel like radio people. Like we, you know, there's like this thing there. Like you're just connected through radio. There's just like this sure. thing. There's a community. There's a, and, and you get together and that's all you talk about. And, you know, yeah. Um, and, you know, with comics, it's the same thing. I'm sure, you know, cops and, you know. Oh, with every profession, I'm sure there's a, fun, a fun community teacher. of yeah. that profession. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But especially with comedians, because of their their profile and they get they have a big voice and where they get to speak and everything like that. It's not a Gatsby. I'm surprised that she, you know, that she, again, like would take this sort of a, an angle on it. And to me, it just looks bad because I was looking at somebody's screenshot there, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, scores for their last specials, and this is what I found real. And I, I, and again, I think this illustrates my point. And I'm gonna I can't look- go by Rotten Tomato. They, 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 they let me down a lot. Movies I think are good. They think it suck. You know, it's just I feel like it's not as accurate as I, as you'd imagine. Right. No, and I understand that, but you know how you look on Rotten Tomatoes, and there's like the audience score and the tomato meter or whatever they call mm-hmm. it. So you look at this and this Hannah Gatsby special is like a hundred percent on the tomato meter and the audience score is like 25%. And then you look at Chappelle and he's got like a 27% on the tomato meter yet. He's got like a 98% score on the audience meter. And it's like that to me is there like there, like there's the, there's the issue that's illustrated it's it's perfectly illustrated because you have what people really think and then you have people trying to control and say you know control the narrative and be like oh this is this woke thing and blah 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 and like 27 like to give dave 27 percent like who the well, fuck what are they measuring what is that uh, the tomato know. meter goes by what is it just them who knows? their opinion or is it based on like views or something well, no, because it's just the their audience, opinion. Yeah, you're right. It's just like, yeah, it's like their like opinion or whatever. So who the cares what they, you know? But I'm just saying, like, that's there. That's there. Therein lies the issue with this thing. It's like there's this woke thing of like, and again, I hate speaking out against this because I want I I'm a li- I'm a liberal person as far as social culture come becomes. I want I they believe everybody should be treated you know fairly. I have a soft spot in my heart for people, you know, that are are not like others. That after all, that's why I befriended Frank and Janine. Like nobody else wanted to be their friend, and there I was to be like, "You guys are my pals." You know what I'm saying? True. Um, so, you know, I, I'm very and I, so I hate when I have to speak against woke culture, but there are times when it gets so fucking out of control. I get that. I understand. 
they, but they, you know, it, there's, I feel like there's short sightedness and there's far sightedness where people go, well, you see, this can lead to something or this, you know, like the thing with uh, Demi Lovato and the alien thing. I feel like everybody agrees that's bullshit and stupid. Right. Um, so that's, right. you know, but this has real world Im implications and real world impact. Um, I feel, and it's like not, you know, I just think there's, there's better ways to go about making jokes. I'm sure. Listen, I'm not, I'm not the comedian. I'm not going to write these jokes, whatever, but there are hits and misses. And I think that part of it was a miss. Uh, understandable. But again, I reiterate that, um, you know, again, I, I reiterate that. Oh, fuck. What was I going to say? God damn it. What did you say? Who remembers? Oh, Go back. oh again, <laughs> I reiterate that this is not going to incite any kind of violence. Like, nobody can no, watch maybe... this guy's special. First of all, if anybody watched this and then beat up a trans person, they were probably going to beat up a trans person anyway. Like, there was nothing in this that was well, like, that's the, that's... that guy's right. We, they, what are they doing? peeing in our bathroom you know what i'm saying no, it just it it wasn't structured that way that's not the point no 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 it's not that it's it's a it's the viewpoint if i could speak on the behalf of the the woke viewpoint i guess is that you this why'd you preface it this time? okay i don't know but this <laughs> this allows people to think less uh you know that they're above another group of people it might not directly say it's not like he james chappelle's like these people are terrible and go beat them up he didn't say that but it allows people to think that they know more than this right than this and group see of people. and this is where we this is where we disagree because i don't think it does i think somebody wrote an article about it and put that thought doesn't in affect me mind. doesn't affect you we don't think that way but there are people who will who will go oh you know what Dave Chappelle has a point about trans people and it, it might set them back a, a, but, a, a step. There's a difference. There's a difference. There's a difference in actually coming to that conclusion and being told about coming to that conclusion from an article case in point. And I don't want to, because we really, we got to end the show. We got to actually chop off the last couple of topics. Um, Dr. Sanjay Gupta was on Joe Rogan. I, I don't know if you happen to hear any of it. No, I haven't. It was a great, great, um podcast like really really well done and um it's i can't give joe any of the credit because joe does it every day for sanjay gupta to go in there for joe to have him on he gets the credit for sanjay to go in there and talk about it i thought it was great i thought it was great of the both of them they were talking about the i word which we can't say on youtube right all right and um joe called him out on it joe was like hey your network said i took horse dewormer he's like you're a doctor is that horse dewormer and sanjay gupta was like um you know it's been used like that but it is a you know it's a drug that's been uh given to people for parasitic treatment and uh you know the guy who created it came up with the nobel prize won the nobel prize and you know all he's like so why did your network say that and sanjay gupta was like I don't know. And, you know, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, whenever he got COVID, 
every article was this guy took, you know, horse dewormer. And, and, you know, and you said it too. And I, you know, yeah. I said, I said, and I said, like, I said, the unfortunate. Well, it's not, not horse dewormer. But right. But it, but it is also something that treats uh, bacterial parasites. Um, and they're trying to see if there's, you know, some sort of a, mm. uh, you know, a use for it in this. But right. yet everybody's attitude was this guy's batshit crazy for taking horse dewormer. Now, the only reason why everybody felt that way is because CNN decided. And CNN said this is what it was. And then so everybody went out there and was like, this guy's fucking crazy. So and what I feel did like he say this... about it? What did he say? Was he... Did he think it was a good idea to take it? Did he think it was... Again, and this is the problem with woke culture. They had a really long... It wasn't something that was said that you could say in 140 characters. They had a long conversation about it. Obviously, Gupta believes in people being inoculated, you know, and, and he didn't wane in that at all. And they had a really good open conversation about it. And if you ask me, like, you know, again, you talk about like, oh, you know, it could influence people. And I could totally see people taking like a headline from this in a, in a quick fucking article on some shitty blog and being like, oh, see, Joe's, you know, he, you know, it, it's not like that. It was a big, long conversation. They were both right about a lot of things. But the one thing that really came out of it, which Joe really kind of, you know, had a great point that was undisputable by Sanjay was, why the fuck was it labeled this? Why? And, uh, you know, he's yeah. kind of right. Yeah, well, I hear you. If it, because that's all they knew about it. They saw the word horse dewormer and but they I, went, right. They didn't but, realize, they didn't care to, uh, I don't know, tell everybody, hey, it's more than that. But but that's, that's what it was. A, that's what that, everybody knew about it. That's a news organization. The Joe Rogan podcast, up. this podcast, we can dick around. But a news organization should know their shit when they're telling things to the public. And they fucked up, you know, and they fucked up. And that's my point. And that's, yeah. I feel like I only bring it up because it's, it's sort of the same thing here. You have this one thing telling everybody how to think, and nobody really takes the time to actually get to know this person and find out the real story. And if you watch this special in its entirety, you'll get the real story. But is I don't that wanna... also... oh, all right. Go ahead. Is that also taking the headline and not listening to the whole story? Because if you say CNN said, oh, he took a horse dewormer. Did you hear the whole story that they said? Maybe they said, yeah, it's seen, it's seen to do other things. Yeah, they played the clips. They, they said all, the whole thing and it was nothing yeah. but horse dewormer talk? Yeah. And it, look, if if on the article online it said it on the bottom line that they they did blah 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 blah, fine. But when you watch the clips of what they said on the air, on TV Land, the out of context clips. <laughs> no, it was the. Okay. Did you watch the whole special? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was the full. They played one of the girls. They played one of the girls on there. Um, there's there's asteroids coming past past the planet Earth tonight. So hold on to your ass if you need to. Uh, Mick and Paul are bickering with yep. each other once again. Michael Caine retires. Hooters outfits are too short, says the Hooters. I'm surprised Hooters is still even a fucking thing. How? Yeah, that. well, they have good wings. That's all. And I haven't been to a Hooters since we were in college, I think, or maybe a little bit after that. People will judge me for this, but you know it's true. I feel like you feel the same way. Nobody's going to fucking Hooters to look at the girls. No, you're right. It is literally the chicken wings. Sports, chicken wing sports bar place. Yeah. 
We don't need these tight ass outfits. You could put them in in different outfits. It's not going to fucking make a difference. People will still go to Hooters. It doesn't. People are, uh, all of a sudden they're dressed, you know, in in sweatshirts. People aren't going to go. Oh, I'm not going now. It's this half pregnant thing. Like, oh, if if somebody really wants to ogle over women, they'll go to a strip club. They don't need to go to fucking Hooters. Right. It's There's, stupid. There's plenty on the internet. They don't need I mean, to go to a Hooters. Look, maybe it works for like the 22 year old with testosterone. They'll go to Hooters instead of the other sports bar because the girl. Maybe maybe it is working for some degree, but it just it feels weird. And then they try and pass along as like a family restaurant thing. I don't know. It's so yeah. Fucking pick a stupid. lane. It's a big thing in my marriage because my wife refuses to go, and I'm just like. I just want their their grilled cheese. I think is a little bit better than their. Do wings. they have takeaway? The only time I've had it in the last like seven years is we got takeaway. See, that's your wife's. Why can't you? We don't have to go. Why can't we just do the takeaway yeah. if you like the grilled cheese? Which I don't even care. I'll do takeaway. I don't give a fuck. I don't need to be in there. Uh, but I like to eat the food. You know. Anyway, I liked sitting on the table shaped like Long Island. Remember well, that? that's in the one. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't even know if that one even exists anymore because there's only know. like three of them around. Yeah, um, think... it's Frank's birthday. Yep. H- happy birthday. Thank you. Appreciate How was your birthday? My birthday was nice. You know, I worked today, um, regular job, but uh, I got nice presents from my wife, which was amazing. What kind of presents? Like up in the morning, first thing in the morning presents? Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. come on. How many times are you going to ask me about, uh, how many times I get late? <laughs> Jeez. I got this beautiful mug. Metallica and coffee for all. Let me ask you a question. Let's talk about something that people will find interesting. What's more appropriate for the birthday? Full on sex or you get to just lay back and enjoy whatever? Yes. <laughs> Both of those things. Am I too lazy to say I'd rather just just give me I'll take a I'll take a BJ and HJ or a ZJ on on the birthday. CJ's, you gotta, you gotta ask. You can't afford it. If we're, if we're having sex, I still have to do work, and that doesn't seem like a birthday present to me. I mean, depends on your role, I guess. I mean, come, come her birthday, I'll, you know, same deal, same deal applies. You know, I hear you. Uh, I think it's all good, mixed bag. I think you gotta go. I, I think, I think uh, the birthday boy or sucks. girl gets to just lay back and relax. That's, that's my philosophy on birthdays. It's not a bad policy. I mean, depends on your marriage, depends on how you how you guys roll. That sounds like a good one. Seems yeah. like a fair deal. Anyway, you got quite a bit of presents and then you're doing what dinner nice Sunday? Presents. We're doing dinner Sunday. We went out tonight. We did the uh Korean place again, which I which I've grown to love. Korean barbecue? Yeah. yeah. Oh no, not barbecue, just Korean restaurant. Just Korean cuisine. Okay. Yeah, it's Korean Japanese mixed uh, cuisine. And it's it's very good. Uh, it's right in my neighborhood. I'll tell you something. Let me tell you something about Asian people in general. No problem with the fusion. They don't really care. They fuse a lot of stuff together. It's, They're it's fusing wonderful. people. Yeah. You don't really see like Italians going, oh, Greece is close by. We'll have fucking gyros and chicken parmesan. They, they, they just don't it doesn't do work. It. I don't know why. Yeah, you're right. Hey, it's working. It's working. You know, the Japanese Korean cuisine. Yeah. You got sushi on one page, you got uh, bimimbap. Bowls on another page. Hundred percent. We're so progressive here in New York. In certain locations, I'm not saying everywhere, but in certain locations, they have Chinese and Mexican restaurants fusion. And you go in there and you go, "Why are these two things?" And they just go, "It's all rice. It doesn't matter." Like we just, it's just rice. Ah, uh, you see, that's something. 
that's just a god's ass remember do you remember on uh what was it liberty the corner of liberty and cross bank there was the mexican chinese you remember by the bus stop that's true yeah and it was just like i wonder how that place is doing (laughs) it was like oh we put this stuff on the rice on this end we put this stuff on the rice on that end it's it's all good and and they fucking (laughs) made a ton of money yeah i mean i guess the bigger uh, the upscale restaurants they don't i don't know when you think about it rice is the great unifier uh, unifier it's in a lot of st- a lot of cuisines so internationally every culture i'm trying to think of a good rice italian rice dish baked rice, rice is good rice balls Dip. those are amazing yeah and italians are dicks we're like oh this will be risotto it's a it's just a slightly bigger rice asshole i mean it's it's, it's a, a lot of cheese dip. italian cuisine Gee, we, we did we did <laughs> Holy crap. A Chinese guy handed a tiny guy the first thing. He goes, I know. I'll put a bunch of cheese on this. Man. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. I can't think of off the top of my head. I mean, a bowl of pasta with marinara. Even that. Yeah. We throw cheese on it. I would have loved to have been there when the first Italian took a bite of rice and went, this could use four pounds of cheese on it. Yeah. I don't know what we're doing with this rice, but it doesn't have cheese. I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing, but it's going to have a three to one cheese to rice ratio. <laughs> Holy crap. What are we doing with the yeah. cheese? We got to take it easy. No, I believe racial equality should be a flag with a rice on it. That's what I believe. That's my thought. I love it. Race, uh, race, rice. <laughs> race, rice, rice is a magical thing. It's it, race, rice. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's in every cuisine. I can't think of one. I mean, that. You look, I watch all these Gordon Ramsay shows. He goes to different countries and all that. I feel like rice is in everything. It's fucking in everything. He's like, you want a side of rice? A rice I, can't, I can't imagine it's easy to harvest, too. It's like you got to pick this one little grain and every... Uh, how do you get all those that rice? It's a lot. That's a lot of work, yeah. It's a lot of work, I feel. Indian rice. You got your jasmine rice. You got your chili lime rice. You got your... Oh, risotto. That's another Italian rice dish. Yeah, I made the risotto joke like five minutes ago. You didn't hear it? No, I heard rice balls. Yeah. My internet sucks today. It was good. Go back on. and watch the show. Nah, I don't do that. <laughs> um, so Korean tonight, what are you doing uh Sunday? What's the cuisine Sunday? Italian. There you go. Go to a nice place. Uh, beautiful, you know, they like a Dean Martin and Sinatra on the radio. Do you get do you I there are some not every Sunday, but there are some Sundays where I just I need a bowl of macaroni. Like I can't. I gotta have a bowl of macaroni. I could eat pasta seven days a week. Yeah. It's not, I shouldn't, and like, I don't, do, but I but could. Do you think other cultures do that where they're like their main gluttonous family, you know, culture value meal is like they gotta have, like they gotta have it? I'm sure there's a go to for each culture. I'm sure they have like a, a dish that's like, it's easy to make. You can make a ton of it. It's not expensive. And they just, yeah. Pound it out on uh, one day a week. I'm sure there's that. I'm sure every culture has that. Like, I wonder, and you can make fun of me here or call me a racist. Okay. I, I don't really give a shit. Um, there was that movie. Fuck. Uh, it was about the black family. Ugh, I love it so much. It'll, it'll come to me. But um, it came out when we were younger. And uh, every day, every Sunday, they would go to Big Mama's house and they would have fried catfish and collard greens and whatever. And was I remember Big Mama's when, house. I don't know if it was Big Mama's house. Vanessa Williams was in it. She gets cheated on by her husband. 
Um, what else? Is yeah, there? I'm not sure. There's a lot of great, a lot of great. It's about a black family and all the stuff that they go through, and and the sisters and how tough their relationship is, and so on and so forth. Uh, it's a wonderful movie. It'll come to me anyway. They got together and they had Sunday dinner, but they had, you know, they had all the things that they were accustomed to. And when growing up as Italian, like that's all we used to do. We used to just fucking eat pasta. And that was like one of the first times I was like, oh, other cultures do this too. Like I just, like it never. Family night, you know? Yeah. And it never occurred to me. Like I know other, other cultures get together and eat, but I didn't realize, like, see for Italians, it's so important. Like we wouldn't get together on a Sunday and have fucking grilled cheese sandwiches. Like it's never going to happen. You know, it was right. macaroni and sauce. It's pasta. Yeah. Um, but I was like, one of the first times. And I still often wonder, like, do Greek people get together and have their, you know, have have their Greek gyros and souvlaki? And do they do all that stuff? And and is it on a Sunday or do they do theirs like on a Saturday? Or, you know, I, I wonder about that. Yeah. Stuff. I dated a, a Greek girl for a while. And uh, I don't know. I think they had like a set. Like every Sunday they did this or every Sunday they did that. I know Easter was a big thing. The lamb, everything, you know, the whole the whole deal. But I don't remember them doing a you know a weekly whole family get together thing. They you know yeah. they'd have dinner every night together, but I don't think they brought in extended family every week. Mm. But that was well. I would love to know. I would love to know in the comments. Tweet at us. Facebook messages, emails, whatever. Uh, what's your what's your culture and what was did you have a go to meal like on a like every right. fucking Sunday and like when you know when you were little it was like enough already can we go and do something different you know it's less and less these days like I we used to do that when we were little we'd go to our grandparents' house and the whole family would be there right these days everybody's kind of scattered and there's not much of that anymore and I will say like honestly now I I don't do that all the time like sometimes we'll like to me, it's more important. Like we go out to eat, or we say, you know, whatever. It doesn't have to be an Italian place, but there are some Sundays where, like, you wake up in the morning and you're like, I, "I'm, I need, I need a huge plate of fucking linguine today." Like, I just, oh, it's gotta happen. That's one of my favorites, linguine and clam sauce. Oh. oh, good stuff. All right, we're two plus hours. I hope, uh, I good hope you, this is a good cap to your birthday. It was wonderful. Wonderful stuff. Glad to be here on my birthday. And I uh, had a good time. You're a trooper. You're not like some of these other people that are like, oh, it's my birthday. I can't be you know, doing this shit. Hey, yours is coming up. We going to be here? Fuck no. I don't work on my birthday. Oh, all right. Asshole. No, I'll be here. I would love it if we could just not talk about it and, and not acknowledge it. Would you? I just don't like that. Yeah, I would love it if we just ignored it. That would be the best ever. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that to you. <laughs> you jerk. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, no, but it's I just it's stupid. It's dumb. Why? I just don't like it. I don't like the birthday thing. You don't like aging? I don't like aging. I'm not really good at it. We all got to do it. Yeah, I guess so. All right, we'll leave it there. Appreciate you guys. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Um Make sure you hit the thumbs up on the video on YouTube. Fucking YouTube. You had over 200-something people watching at one point during our pre-premiere and fucking sitting there with 20 thumbs up. Sons of bitches. People stealing free content. Wow, you see that? Give us a thumbs up. up. Last video, they kind of came to 
you know, they, they heard, they heard us, I feel, and they, they, they came yeah. to our rescue. They gave us the thumbs up. A lot of people. Well, we have great people, uh, Miss Justice and Robin and Paul and there's a, there's a, there's a, I right. can't name everybody. There's a ton. You all, if you believe me, you know who you are. You know, yeah, yeah all our, our regulars. You guys are awesome, and the people who are just joining us are awesome. Fuck those people. It's nice. <laughs> it's a nice note to to leave on. All right, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Uh, again, thumbs up all around. Don't forget Jumpstart Coffee if you want to grab some coffee. Merch in the merch store. Uh, if you'd like to donate to the Star Legacy Foundation, please do so. Link in the description below. That would mean a whole lot to uh, Jay Sabs, who is giving a speech tonight, which is why she couldn't be here for the Star Legacy Foundation, which is a stillbirth uh, fundraising organization, an awareness organization. So help out there if you can, and we'll catch you guys on the next one.